Hey guys, what's going on? You know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about mental patients in Kenya. We're going to talk about uh, how great VinylGraph.com is, because I believe that it is. Uh, we're going to talk about Staten Island and their auto zones and their autonomous zones. And fucking, there's some barbecue place in Canada still serving barbecue, even though it's covid Holy shit, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the French police beating up a black guy. We're going to talk about all QAnon. We got into QAnon on this week's episode. QAnon, where's Q at? Where is Q? He's a James Bond character, and now he's missing. Very fun episode. Uh, This is a cold open. Here's the show. What is up, goons? What is this, episode 17? Episode 17. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined by my producer, Michael Ellis Mania champion, Harrington. You're basically, you're like the, the remember the one of the centurions that fought in the water? Yeah. Remember the centurions? He was he was pretty much the wackest one, for being I honest. I mean, the water one, you fought on a raft two weeks ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, now you think you're hot shit because you want to fight on a raft, but so the water centurion you're admitting is the wackest one. He had a mustache. Okay, he was the mustache one, right? Uh, I thought I could have sworn that was the flight dude. Nope, the flight dude was blonde hair, blue blue centurion shit. He definitely was blue centurion shit, but I thought he had the mustache. No, the green dude, the green centurion had the mustache. Mike, talk. I always wanted to be the yellow one, the land one. He had the coolest shit. Yeah, but well, now you're. Damn, you're right. You're the mustache. Pull up a picture of the mustache centurion. I'm the motherfucking. You're the gay. That's the I'm gay the one. Tom Selleck ass centurion. You're, that's you're the gay centurion. He's the water one. That's you. I mean, the the water jetpack's kind of cool. A water jetpack is not a jetpack. <laughs> it is a submarine, <laughs> right? No, like that shit he would wear on his back. First of all, let it me was let like me, a jetpack. Let me tell. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. The, Anything that you could re- rent at Atlantis does not belong in an action cartoon. That's like those things that you hold and it drags you through under no. the water while all you. Right. First of all, it's not quite scuba. They call it snuba because you're too lazy to go because you're too scared to go scuba diving. But snorkeling just doesn't have that edge anymore. Do you know what snuba is? Pull up a picture of snuba. All right, I mean, I'll check it's it out. It's the lamest tropical activity. Just either go snorkeling, which is nice and relaxing. Have you ever been snorkeling? Like uh, where there's a lot of fish, like you get out on a boat and you jump out and you look at fish. Yeah. It's very nice. And I've been scuba diving. Scuba diving is something that if I was like a richer man, if I was like a true man of leisure, like I pretend to be, I'd be into like, 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 right. If I could be into either skiing or scuba diving, I think you go scuba diving because the water is peaceful. There's nothing peaceful about a hill and ice. I don't know, dude. I mean, you, you get, you can get lost like in the, in the zone there skiing. I like the desert. Or the water, but I'm not going anywhere cold. I don't like. I don't want to deal with wet feet. It's just and them snow. Those ski boots. You ever go skiing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, wet feet, Chris. It's an ocean. You're gonna get wet feet. Yeah, but then your whole. Sh- it's not. All right, I don't want wet socks. Mm, that's fair. You're not wearing socks in the ocean. That's what I meant. I don't want wet, wet socks. All right. Okay. So now pull up Snuba, and this is you. <laughs> How fucking whack is that? That's like an umbilical cord. 
in the ocean like a dickhead. That is pretty whack, dude. It's fucking so whack. It's like a lifeboat that has hoses. How fucking whack of an activity is Snuba? If you like Snuba, you're a dickhead. No, it's kind of like this shit, dude. Remember? Yeah, remember that really outdated. You pull first of all for people listening to the show. Yeah. Uh, Mike has pulled up a picture of like the old old timey scuba suit from like I don't even like from a Hanna Barbera cartoon where they're going searching for treasure. And that and that movie with Robert uh, Robert De Niro and Cuba Gooding Jr. Radio? No, no, no. He had he was like the first black dude to go deep sea diving, and he had that hat on. There's a helmet. <laughs> but you, I, I think people, the, the thing with the, it has a porthole in the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big metal hat. Yeah, the old school uh, scuba deal. Yeah. I mean, that shit is uh, outdated technology, Mike. And here's the thing. Here's why I'm giving men you a little honor. Shit. Oh, Men of Honor. Men of Honor. Let me see. Let me just see what this is. I have no idea what this movie this is. This is dope, Robin dude. Williams and Cuba Gooding no, Jr. Robert De Niro, doggy. Robert De Niro, first of all, at this age, looks like he has rickets. So checks out. <laughs> Men of so wait, this is a military movie. See, you have to put on the fucking shit. What year does this take place in? Because it looks like not that long ago. First of all, doesn't it look like he's being punished for being black by Robert De Niro? <laughs> They're putting that helmet on him like Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah, dude, solid, solid. How do you know this movie? This looks terrible. I don't know. This movie was fucking dope. First of all, any this movie is back when Cuba Gooding Jr. was hanging out with oh, fucking hot big titty bitches, big titty whores that I'm assuming club stereo. Mm. It does look like club stereo. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Still hanging out with big titty horse. Good for him. Good for Cuba. But any movie about the Navy is going to suck a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, dude. If Das Boot is good. Sure. I don't know. Fucking U571, Liam Neeson, an Irish guy trying to do a Russian accent. That was just delightful. Yeah. We talked about how much he pisses himself on High Society this week. What, because his dick is just that big? He just gets... No, dude, he is an alcoholic and just regularly pisses himself. Like, out. Like, not like has pissed him... Like, daytime drinking, (laughs) covered in piss outside. Okay, is this like an actual thing that you guys covered or a high society? No, it's real. (laughs) You can Google... Is it his... Is it... You can Google Liam Neeson pees his pants, and you're going to find at least three or four photos of Liam Neeson out and about... Covered in his own urine. Sounds like a fat cock studio thing to me. But. No, I, like, <laughs> I, I wish that it was fake. But anyway, the reason why I'm giving while you're pulling that up, uh, you have you found it? My man is just, just out here, drenched out there with piss. My man is just. He needs one of those Cuba Gooding Junior helmets <laughs> for his own piss. Dude, he's just he's having a full on conversation with this dude. Like he didn't just piss his pants. He looks like he's going. What are you talking about? I'm Liam Neeson. I never. I'm. I'm fucking dark man. I don't piss my pants. Like, <laughs> dude, he's he's with this chick who's as hammered as he is. Bro, did you see that movie where I fucked up like three wolves? You think I pissed myself? This is clearly, you're you're clearly your eyes are going. But anyway, dude. I digress. We talked about this on the other show. I do. So the reason I have to give you a little shit and say that you're the gay mustached centurion. Is because now, Mike. I don't give you a lot of criticism on the show. I, I generally think you're doing a very good job with the show. Um, I'm happy with the work you've done. Do you remember the first criticism I gave you on the show? Uh... It was after we bulk released five episodes, and then we came back in for the sixth episode. We also had 
put those interviews out. Um, we it was it was the first episode after the bulk release. Do you remember what I criticized you for? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was that we shouldn't have released all those episodes at once. No. Okay. It was because. Oh yes, the, yes, 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 yes. In the first episode, <laughs> you wrote, "Chris from Brooklyn is back at it for the first time," and then for the next several episodes, the description on iTunes read, "Chris from Brooklyn is back at again." Now, <clears throat> can you pull up the last four episodes of this show? No. Yeah, somehow, are you allergic to the word it? <laughs> For real? Yes, Mike. No. I, what happened there? I don't know. <laughs> what is... I, that old man punched your brain. And it retroactively went back in time that you can't use the word it. I guess. I don't know. I can't. I. I. Uh, I can't. Even... How do you do that again? I don't know. And I hold, hold on. How a... many? How many times have you done it recently? Okay. Well, I mean, so it's the kind of thing where it's like I brought it up. It was corrected in the next episode, and I go to myself. You know something? I'm sure Mike now knows not to do that because I went out of my way to bring pull up. Wow. The sh- yeah, it's the last like four episodes, Mike. <laughs> It's like four episodes in a row. Again. And it's not like these were batched. You did this every, every week for the last month. Oh. I mean, this is especially not that good. Yes, I know. Because I don't we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving, but apparently they've reviewed the show. On who are these podcasts? Who those are people these? are never nice. I don't know who any of those people are. One of those guys is named Carl. Is he the only person on the show? Yeah, I believe it's Hot Carl. Is that his actual name? I don't on know. the show, Hot. What is a Hot Carl? Is that where you shit on somebody's mouth? Yeah, I think it's where you, no, it's, I think it's the shit on the chest. Like a, like a Cleveland I, uh, steamer. So that you, why do we need two names for the Cleveland steamer? I don't know. I'm urban dictionarying it right now. Okay. Gonna. Hot Carl. And, uh, so they are reviewing the show, and we did one episode, two episodes back, was called oh. I, I Need a Psychiatrist to Cure My Pussy Face. So a hot Carl, uh-huh. where you put a saran wrap over your face, and then a girl takes a shit on the saran wrap. Saran wrap is semi-permeable. I don't know if I want... Is it? I, th- I feel like it's not... It's not airtight. Mm. I'm going to need my head vacuum sealed. But then I would probably allow that to happen. If my head was vacuum sealed. <laughs> If I was snooping. You can't breathe if your head is vacuum Well, no, I'll have a snooba. It'll go into the vacuum seal. Dude, if you have one of those old-timey helmets with yeah. the metal on it and the porthole. Yeah, she could shit on that. She could shit on the porthole. Yeah, she could shit on the porthole. Would you ever, you know about those, um, I, I, I actually knew, my friend, my friend who listens to this show every week, whose name I won't say, I believe he dated a girl. He texts me about the show every week. He's a Jewish guy, and he go. He texts me last week. He goes, "Damn, you went hard on the tribe this week." And I don't even remember what we said. Something about if they had pastrami in World War II, they wouldn't have got genocided. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if they had just brought, that's what it was. Yeah, but they needed pastrami in the showers because yeah. then it would be like a smoked brisket, and then they'd be like, "Oh, like these guys aren't all bad." Well, I think it was actually a World War One thing. Oh, the mustard gas. No, I mean. 
That's what it was. You save all those people. Now the fucking Germans ain't gonna fucking yeah. Germans can't come after you in World War Two. It's like you know, how many lives to save World War One? Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know what I mean, um, so I th- I believe he dated a girl who shat on people with those. You, you ever seen a shitting table? Yeah, it's like a plexiglass table, right? With like a hole in it, though. Wait, what? There's a hole? Yeah, I believe some of them. Yeah, see if you can find a shitting table. All right, I'm busy uh, updating the descriptions on the last. No, no, you do that when the show is over. You do that on the air. (laughs) (laughs) You do do that in producer time. This is not producer time. Uh... (laughs) Can't believe you did that again four times. That's it? Also kind of my fault for not catching it. I shouldn't have to micromanage you, damn it. <laughs> this, you've been doing this for so long. I can do whatever I want on producer time. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm only seeing just... Uh, Let me just pull it up. It's it's just videos of fucking girls shitting on tables. It's not an actual... Shit table. Yeah. Put in scat table. Scat table. Uh, right. But apparently these guys would I mean, write to the girls and tell them what they wanted them to eat and shit like that. I mean, this is the best I'm finding. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably one of them. Um, <laughs> Scroll down a little bit. I, I put in scat table and a bunch of statistics showed up. About scat music? No, I don't How know, How many man. boobity bebops they can fit in a song? Anyway. Skiddly d dats. Yeah, how many doobity doo baps? But anyway, so they picked the episode two episodes back, which was episode fourteen called uh, I believe the title was "I Need a Psychiatrist to Cure My Pussy Face." Yeah. Now I was going through some mental issues at the time, and some physical issues. And some physical. I had an infection because I was later diagnosed. The next day, my uh, face ballooned further up. I had an infect. Like I was. Yeah, All fucked up from this infection on my face. You had pussy face. I had pussy face. Um, and we were in Studio B. How did I do that? Sorry. I'm, to, I'm, oh, to bring it back to your incompetence? I cannot believe... I'm sorry. I, I found... I'm, I'm at a lot... All right, continue. Sorry. Well, what's amazing to me is that fans have pointed out problems with spelling in YouTube and other shit that I've done instantly. No one notices your fucking nonsense, <laughs> which is infuriating to me personally. Um, if I misspell something on Twitter, three tweets in a row calling me fucking half a retard. Um, but you can fucking make the same mistake every week for four weeks and nobody notices until I notice and get mad. I mean, buddy, it's so much more than four weeks. It's almost every episode. <laughs> I think it might be every episode. <laughs> Wait, did you never correct the old ones? I feel like I corrected the old ones and then, and then somehow yeah. so ten episodes. Fucked up the new ones going forward. <sighs> Fucking it's incredible. Anyway. I suppose we deserve whatever ribbing. <laughs> but they picked the episode where we're in where we were in Studio B mm-hmm. uh because you were going to your fight in Lake Havasu where you became right. the gay mustached Water censure. First of all, every water hero is whack. Um, it shouldn't take this long if you have a rebuttal. Injustice Aquaman. That was a villain because it was injustice. 
Um, he was still dope, though. Yeah, water villains are dope. All right, fair. Black Manta is dope. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Water heroes are fucking whack. Mm. Yeah, I can't argue that. Yeah. Jabberjaw? All right, I'll give you Jabberjaw. <laughs> um, but fucking... They picked that up at Weird Studio B. Godfrey has his show going on in here. Alex is just an insane person yelling the whole time. Every time I, I, I had to go to you to get something pulled up, the mic is on. You're chewing gobstoppers into the mic. You were high out of your face. <laughs> it was a bad show. I've got it. Yeah, it was a bad. It was the, it was the, I feel like it was the only actually bad episode of this show. Yeah. Um, and what- that's the fucking one. And so you, they emailed you. Yeah. To make sure I wouldn't get actually mad. Seems like you're already actually mad. I'm mad. I am a little mad. I haven't even heard the thing yet. What are they going to call us gay? They're gay. I think they're gay. They are the ones who are gay. How are you going to have the name Carl? First of all, who is actually... Nobody's named Carl. With a K, no less. Karl Marx? What are you, a communist? Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. What are you, Carl... You fucking Carl Jung? You know, fucking... He, I think, was a C. What is he a C? I think he's a C, Carl Jung. Mm. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Carl yeah, he was a-, a C. Yeah. Huh. That's all I'm saying is who I don't think there's there's no fucking new people named Carl. You gotta be chomping on a cigar. Fucking we can do a rap battle. I'm gonna say that his name is Carl because his wind's low. Boom. Ooh. Got him. Got him. I could do that shit too, you fucking little podcast where you listen to other podcasts and you make fun of the podcast. That's fucking Obi and Anthony's bit. Mm. That is. Yeah. Isn't that Jocktober? I mean, I granted I'm just doing Bill Burr's bit. I mean, to be fair, I'm looking at the at the uh, list of the most famous Carls of all time. With K's? Carl with a K, yeah. Carl, is Carl Malone with a K? Yeah, he's number 11. He's number 11? Yeah. That seems off. Well, I mean, Carl Rove is above him. Carl Rove is not more famous than Carl Malone. Maybe. Fuck out of here. I mean, according to Fame Meter at playback.fm. You're going to argue with the good people at Playback.fm? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, you think you know better than Playback.fm? Okay, where is Carl from Who Are These Podcasts on the w- list of most famous Carls? Uh, I don't know. Let's, uh... Is he behind Hot Carl? Dude, most of these Carls are before... These uh... are not famous Carls. Who is Carl Rahner? I don't know. That could be... That could be the Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Nobody's seen his face. Carl Rahner. Doesn't it seem like they wanted to make fun of Carl Reiner? And then they just were like, yeah, we'll call him Carl with a K, Rahner. I mean, maybe. Like, it's like a weird bizarro. He's the injustice Carl Reiner. Like, this is the Carl Reiner with abs? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a 2001-year-old man. Hmm. Go back. I want to see some more famous. You want to see some more famous calls? I, I'm curious. None of these calls. Two of them don't even have pictures. Well, I mean, because they were born in the 1800s. Who the hell is Carl Leibnacht? I mean, uh, a German socialist politician and theorist. Uh, no wonder this Carl is such a Kumia fan. He is a big Kumia guy? Oh, yeah, yeah obviously. He's stealing Jocktober. 
I mean, Karl Marx was the number one. Good. Who was number two? Uh, Karl Popper. Who the fuck is Karl Popper? <laughs> uh, Father of John Popper. <laughs> Austrian, British philosopher, academic. Invented the friend. jalapeno popper. <laughs> That's it. Otherwise known as the hot Karl, which was later bastardized for something with shitting. I like it. So that's coming out. I did. This is a kind of annoy me. That's literally. I literally left here looking at you, going, "That was a bad episode of this show." Yeah, yeah, you were. And it's the only time I've said that. You were very upset. And that's obvious. And now here's the thing: they emailed you, and they were like, "Well, he just reached out to us." I emailed them when we first dropped all that batch of shows. Yeah. So that's ten weeks ago. Because we have now gauged that by the amount of fuck-ups that you have had back at agains. <laughs> it's quite a few. Yes. So it was... Literally every episode of the show that's been released except the first one. You're bad at cut and pasting. <laughs> um, but so it was after... It was like right as soon as the batch dropped, I, I messaged them because back when I was on my Whirlwind Media Tour... You're still on it. I am still on it. I was just on the History Homos, who... That's not a real show. That is a real show. Uh, Dave Temple was on the episode just before me. Okay. What do uh, they do on the History Homos? We talk about history. We talked about Waco. We talked about it for, for an hour or so. It was fun. It was a good show. I would go check that out. It was very fun to talk about Waco with those guys. They're, they're good. I think they're gay. At least one of them is from England, so he sounded gay. How? 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 How how did he sound gay? No, I mean, how did you get booked on this show? They messaged me on Twitter. All right. And I know they're fans of this show. Oh, that's fucking cool. Hey, yeah. thanks for listening, History Homos. Yeah. I I, ho- I literally was thinking to myself, I hope, they, I hope they're gay, or if they're not gay, I hope they don't ever talk about not being gay, because it's weird to be on a show called the History Homos if they're not gay. Yeah. But I don't want to ask. It seems rude. To be on their show about Waco and be like, hey, by the way, you guys fucking butt, butt pirates or what? Yeah. You guys fucking each other? Because one of you is, is in England and the other one of you is, is in the United States. How, how big's yeah, your dick? You, yeah, you long dicking them, son? <laughs> got, that, got that crossing the Atlantic dick. Call yeah. it Amelia Earhart. Damn, son. Coming fuck- for you, hot yo, call. Yo, we are fucking dropping bars on this show this week, Mike. I'm mm. telling you right now. We're killing it. Um... I'm furious. I'm not furious. I'm furious in the sense it's that... An, it is annoying because it's like, the show's a new show. Just listen to the first one. First of all, and then they complain that the newest episode of the show is three hours long. Let's just listen to the first one. That's the shortest one we did. 45 minutes. Explains the show. I'm sorry, fucking... You, you got three hours for Rogies? You don't have three hours for Chris from Brooklyn? What are they... You, fucking... listen, that's, you know what? It's because they're racist. They didn't want to listen to my interview with D last week. That's it. They know anybody with a one-letter name is clearly black. Who are these podcasts? Racist. Yeah. That's who you are. Who are these podcast hosts about podcasts? You see, you hear all the racists. Probably homophobes. Most likely. Hot Carls. That's who they are. A bunch of hot Carls. And they're gay. They're they're, they're gay. They're gay homophobes. They're gay, (laughs) self-hating gays so that makes them jews i think right i mean by the transitive property yeah 
You can't be self-hating if you're not Jewish, right? It's fair. It's their thing. If you're self-hating and you're not Jewish, then you're culturally appropriating Jews, which is also bad. It's fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, if you're Catholic and self-hating, you go to therapy, most likely. It's because you grew up in New York around a lot of Jews. That's true, too, yeah. They are a plague. What? I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> You know, they had to deal with those frogs flying down, and there was a lot of, you know, locusts and shit. Yeah, plagues are in them. They are, you know. Uh, But it's like, I'm frustrated because, like, specifically, it's a fucking production issue. You know what I mean? Like, hearing background noise, like, the, the, like, a fucking show. I'm going to tell you this right now. If they bring up back at again... I am going to be so mad. At you. If they bring up back at again. You think they screenshotted it? I don't think they did, and it's now changed. I don't think Hot Carl is fucking smart. Like, he doesn't record until Saturday. I hope so. You emailed them back. They reached out to you and told you, because I didn't know what episode they were doing. They just told me that they emailed me, and they go, you're next. And I go, great. I've been being shitted on for doing this for fucking 12 years. I don't care. Right? Like, literally, Ron Bennington... Had to say, I think that kid Chris is pretty funny for the amount of internet hate I was on message boards. This is before Reddit was a thing. Like, this is before YouTube comments. Just message boards. Dozens of, that kid Chris is a real fucking mo. Just like, all right. I was, you know, fucking assholes. Like, we're talking Jay and Silent Bob strike back level message boards. Message boards. Whack bag. Whack bag. Like, Dumb shit. You're telling me you would look at a website called Whack Bag and get a little Johnny sad? was like, they're getting at you. You would... You would. Well, because I was really excited to do a radio show. And then Whack Bag was like, nope, you can't have that joy. Exactly. And so it thickened my skin. I mean, I have a screenshot of... I'd have to go through messages with people to find it. But probably my most favorite thing is... It's four paragraphs... Of a guy in the Legion of Skanks subreddit, rest in peace, shitting on me, calling my mom a drug addict, drug addled whore, saying that I'm retarded because she was smoking crack while she was pregnant with me, which she didn't start smoking crack until much later. You're not paying. Your uh, listening skills are not very good for a podcast fan. Like, Almost like, you like might everybody knows my mom started smoking crack when I was nine, like, which is like, honestly, if you really think about it, it's like, Kind of more depressing. It's like it's not like it's not like uh, she was smoking crack before I was born, and then like went back to smoking crack. It's like, yeah, she was just like, my kid sucks so much, I should probably start smoking crack. She was a good, God fearing woman till you ruined her life and drove her to crack. No, I mean she was a drunk. Did I ever tell you like I I found out recently that my mom always told me she threw my father out of the house because he was a compulsive gambler, which he was. He was a gambling addict. Like, when I saw Uncut Gems, my when it finally was, I watched it by myself. You've seen that movie, right? And you, are a, you have had serious gambling issues at times. Yeah. Um, I watched that movie, and you know, it's, it's all, that movie is just created to make you feel the way a gambling addict feels at a craps table. Like, that's kind of the point of that movie. Um, yeah. To, to somebody like me, who's, I don't have that affliction in any way. 
Right. I mean, it was it was it was the Safdie's brothers version of that, which is, you know, to create drama and a ticking clock that doesn't actually exist because they're not actually good filmmakers. They just know good music. But sure. I thought it was a fine movie. I didn't I didn't think it was as good as people said it was. I'll be honest with you. Mark Wahlberg's The Gambler, as bad of a movie as that was. Mm -hmm. was I never saw it. That's a much more accurate depiction to me of what it's like to be a gambling junkie. The best the best compulsive gambling movie of all time is The Hustler. I mean, it's one of the best movies of all time. I fucking hate you. I didn't fucking like The Hustler. It's, you don't like Deadwood. You don't like The Hustler. If you, Mike, you can't keep producing this show if you, if you don't like brooding alcoholic men shows. I mean, it was, it was a little boring. You cared about his relationship with the broad? I did! It's a good movie. I'd love that movie. Anyway, what were we talking about? My dad was a gambling addict. All oh, right. Uh, so my dad was, whatever. My dad was, I, I remember I watched Uncle Gems and I was just like, is this what he was doing? This seems terrible. I don't know, like what, that's the feeling you get? Just fucking, honestly, just smoke crack. You get that in a concentrated form for about 20 minutes and then you take a Xanax and go to sleep. Like, what are you doing? But anyway, so my mom told me, but she actually was, uh, the, the real thing was, Apparently, he let my aunt, her sister, give her an intervention, and then she threw him out. That was the, I just found that out like a year ago. 36. I don't remember why we got on this topic. What, uh, who are these because, podcasts? Yeah. Back, back at it. They're back because, at it again for the first time uh, with because, this show? Because the whack bag made you sad. Oh, yeah, whack bag. They didn't actually make me sad, but it's like, you know, when you're 26, I didn't even have a Facebook page. I was, I was younger than 26. Whatever, I was probably 24. I don't think I had a, maybe I had a Facebook page, but I didn't have like, I wasn't, I didn't have a computer. I wasn't checking it. Right. Right. Like, so it was like, fucking, I wasn't used to being shitted on on the internet because I didn't know that. And I was just like, it was the kind of thing where it's like, if I found out somebody was talking shit about me, I like vaguely knew them and I could just spit on them. (laughs) Yeah, that, that definitely, that definitely is a weird thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, I was at the age where it's like it was, uh, it's just like, hey, I heard you were talking shit about me. Oh, I didn't mean. I was either, oh, I didn't mean it that way, or yeah, I did. And then it's just like, oh, it's like, all right, I'm just gonna throw this beer at you, and we'll see where this goes. Like, but then like, I don't, I don't know who any of these people on Whack Bag were. I did meet one of them, one guy who was like shitting on us, and like, this was like, I got mad, and somebody was like, dude, that's just what you're doing now. Like, you can't get mad at what these people are doing. And I was like, okay, I, I like got it. it. It didn't take long for it to click. Then I ran into one of these guys at a thing, and he was like, you know, I'm just like, it's like a bit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, man, like, Johnny's in the bathroom. You better not let him fucking see you, though, because he told me he's going to fucking slash your face up. <laughs> and I was like, what? He was like, what, really? He was like, he's like, I think Johnny's really funny. I was just, like, doing, like, a bit. And I was like, Johnny said if he sees you, he's pulling a box cutter out, and he's going to slash your face. And he's in the bathroom right now. And that guy left that party. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, dude, I feel like that is the natural order of things. You know what I mean? Like, you know how many fucking, you know how many people have been just real shitbags to me on fucking Twitter and Instagram? And, and they meet and, you in person and they're nice to you. And they just like, oh man, it's so great to meet you. And it's like, you hate me. I don't think, I, I, I think it's just you can't get tone on the internet. Like when it comes to like reading or even just in texting. The amount of times I've thought people have been mad at me and I've called them and been like, the fuck is your problem like via text and they've been like what are you talking about 
Oh, the, the amount of times it's happened to me. Just like commenting on people. I went to high school's Facebook posts. And yeah. I thought I was joking the same way I would. You know, I sh- you shit on people when you're in person with them. The it's like somebody I haven't seen in years. The amount of times I've thought you were furious with me. For what? For tweets or something? Or texts? Yeah. yeah. And then fucking like I get a call from you and it's like, Yo, what the fuck is going on, dude? And you're like, oh, no, nothing. We're good. It's like, I just want to see if you're good for this time. It's like, what? Oh, yeah. I get I get impatient. I hate texting. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I think honestly, two minutes of phone call solves two hours of texts. That's not true, but. When have we ever been on the phone for more than 15 minutes? Never, but when have we ever been texting for two and a half hours? No, but sometimes it takes like 45 minutes for you to text me back, and then you're doing something, and it takes another 20 minutes. I just need to know the time so that I could do something else in the interim. It's fair. Anyway, moving on. Where's my moving on drop? We can't spend too much. We can't spend the whole show on fucking Carl. Why, why not, dude? I mean, he's spending a whole show on you. We've got things to do. All right. I mean, fuck that guy, though, right? I I guess I really I honestly, dude, I listened to about five minutes of an episode because I I you we were going on because they're doing our uh, us and fucking Gino was on, so I pushed play, and I really have never listened to their show. I just know that people like it. I know people like it. That's why you submit. I mean, do you not? Did you not listen to the episode that they did on? Uh... No. Lewis? I literally have never listened to an episode of their show. Really? No, why would I listen to a show about shows? Because I, yeah, I mean, that's fair. It is a dumb Like, I don't watch late night, I don't watch extra on NBC, whatever that, What you know what I mean? Like, granted, Sexy sexy Pants Mario Lopez is on that, I mean, so, so I'm more likely to watch that. If I'm in a hotel room, and it's like the first thing on the TV. Sure, yeah, on. yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, is that you can never find a, you, that can never happen with a podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're never gonna, I'm never going to be in a taxi, and who are these podcasts is going to play? Yeah. You know you what know I mean? Because Hot Carl ain't well, no that, fucking Mario Lopez. No, but this show isn't going to just play for people. They have to find it. Might. If you get as hot as Mario Lopez, dude, I, I'm sure we could come up with, a, with some deal with NYC Caps. Dude, how am I going to get the dimples of Mario Lopez? Pull up them dimples. He is a very handsome man. Fucking handsome. God damn. A.C. Slater. Yeah. Look at that. I can't be that handsome. Look at him. He's a non-threatening Latin man. That's it. That's, your, that's getting your NBC demos, right? That's just old ladies. Mm-hmm. That's what Oscar De La Hoya had going for him till, uh, you know. The fishnets? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sammy Sosa did that, too, right? All right, yeah, let's move on. Speaking of dimples, we were talking right before the show about subreddits. Uh, there's so many subreddits for different varieties of bitches. Now, and I brought to your attention that I had just found one called r slash back dimples. Pull pull bar slash back dimples. All right. Um, I found that through a subreddit called cute little butts. Now I subscribe to cute little butts, but I also subscribe to big fat asses. <laughs> Because I like both, you know? You can get both on back dimples. Well, here's the thing. How many, you, have you hooked up with chicks with back dimples? Yes. It's so awesome. It's incredible. What a weird thing that really just turns you on. Yeah. Plus, you can put little bumps in there. Oh. Put your thumbs in there, just rest them, mm-hmm. you know? It's nice. A little thumb hold. Everybody likes a thumb. It feels like you're playing a video game while you're coming. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you put it's your great. elbow. You put your elbows. Yeah, elbow. it's like the old. Uh, remember the old Sega Saturn controller that came with the game Knights? It had the little. It was the no. first one with the little loop. That's I, what it feels like, Chris. I do not remember the Sega Saturn controller that came with the game Knights. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, it I was the do precursor not get... to the Dreamcast controller. But whatever, Mike. Whatever. Um. I mean, that is the most obscure reference anyone has ever asked me in the history of podcasting. Do you remember the controller? That's wild, Chris. It Se- was the first DualShock joystick on a standard controller. I mean... Learn your video game history, bruh. I, I thought it was the PS1 I thought you were a gamer. Uh, DualShock controller. No. I mean, was it, was it this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's that first. It was that first round joystick like that. That's the first one. Oh, for real? Yeah. This was before the PS One. Yeah. Huh. Sega Saturn came out before the PS One, and the PS One originally didn't have those joysticks, and then that came out, and then they put out one with two. Mm. That was the whole. That was the whole thing. But so our back dimples. It's crazy to me though, just the amount of subreddits on Reddit. There's one where it's just girls in white tops. And jeans. And not necessarily white tank tops and long jeans. Sometimes it would be like a long sleeve white shirt. And uh, It's called R slash white top and jeans? Yeah, pull it up. Got it. So, like, this is also pretty great, but, like, what is wrong with you that you thought that this is... There's also our pencil skirts? Yeah. Uh, which is fine. So, our pencil skirts makes a little more sense to me. So, like, why do you need this sub? Like, how do you even think to do this subreddit? Now, these girls are all very attractive. I didn't even realize that this was a thing I liked, that I remember. All of us, I found this subreddit and 500 images of girls I have known in the variations of this outfit flashed. Like, it was like I got shot in the face and the only parts of my life that flashed before my eyes was bitches in wife beaters and jeans. I swear to fucking Christ when I found this. And I was like, because my thought was literally, who the fuck would even make this? Why is this a thing you're into? And then I clicked one that vaguely looked like a girl I hooked up with once, and then 50,000 images just... It was like it was like um, fucking Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I was like, oh, right, now I get it. It's got like how many subscribers are on that subreddit? Uh, nineteen thousand. Nineteen thousand people were like, "Yeah, I need to. Know, I need to see more of that. I need to see that every day while I'm taking your shit." I mean, it is an undoubtedly great look. I mean, look at this dude, Ali Larder, mm-hmm. right in this exact, but, like, from from. Uh, I'm assuming this is from the movie American Outlaws uh, with Colin Farrell. Uh, or he played Jesse James. Okay. And uh, I mean, that sounds like a good movie. I might check that out. But um, movie actually was kind of tight. But I mean, like th- th- it was this era, Allie Larder, where she was in my mind the hottest woman on the planet. And it's like the peak Allie Larder was Allie Larder in a see-through white top and low-cut jeans. Right? I'm s- I'm just saying it's like it's but it, it, what's weird to me is like why you would think to create this is that it's a look that's out there. You know what I mean? Like so the pencil. I'm never around a chick in a pencil skirt. Well, here's a here's a crazy one that oh, I mean this is pretty great. This is just a chick or nip. This this is also a good submission for this this subreddit r slash perfect nipples. What's great about that subreddit is 
everybody has a different definition of what perfect nipples are. It's fair. Like, pull it up. I bet we'll find three different sets of nipples. That's kind of how Reddit works. But they're all different, but they're all perfect to that user. You understand what I'm saying? Of course. And that's like beauty in the world. Not just the beautiful nipples that we're going to look at right now, but the beauty of a diversity of opinions coming together. Now scroll down. Those are pretty good nipples. I mean, I, I not my. I wouldn't call them perfect. I mean, that's just pussy lip. Yeah, that's just a little lip. Keep going. Wait, mm-hmm. what? I haven't. Oh, see, the, see, that's a good nip. Solid, solid. I don't. I can't tell how the because the the areola and the and the breast itself are very similar in <laughs> skin tone, so I can't tell where the areola ends. I'll tell you this: I've always been a fan of that in my in my day to day life. Really? Always like really like that. Something about it. I can't tell how big the areola is. I'm not. I mean, it's not something I like in a picture, but when I see it in life. See, I like a, I like a, it's t- a pretty perfect nipple. Yeah, that's a perfect nipple. It used to be about that mostly, but then different people have, like I said, different people have different. I don't like all that's the butthole. a butthole. Yeah, I don't like all the buttholes. What are we on. doing? This subreddit has gone to, to hell. I, I I feel bad that I'm now. Re- Hold on, go back. Those are pretty good nipples. That was those the first nipples again, the ones with the oh, yeah. with the questionable areola. I think those are great. I just don't. I don't think they're. This is these are the first nipples we saw. If anything, Chris, are I'm, you sorting by new? No, I'm sorting by. Uh, what am I sorting by? You got to click the arrow that's going up. By hot. Oh. You want to do top? Yeah, let's go top. Okay. You want to do all time? Yeah. yeah. Let's do top all time. See what the most perfect nipple is. According. Oh, okay. Those are some pretty sick nipples. Those are pretty sick. Those are, those are very sharp, pointy, pointy nipples. They're not that pointy, but they definitely, you know, they stand up for themselves. Okay. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Solid nipples. Those are some fucking... Mm. Those are like tiny little. Everybody likes a tiny little nipple, right? Dig it. What is it about that? For me, because even if you like a bigger nipple, some I like a I like a puff. I like a puffy nipple here. And there. I love a puffy nipple. What I like about the tiny, tiny nipple, mm-hmm. uh, the there's the same amount of nerve endings, mm-hmm. right? In theory, in every titty, mm-hmm. right? So like the tinier the nipple, is this? The, I actually, you know something? I'm now remembering. Having this thought as a child, not a child, but like, um, you know, early in my fucking. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I do think you're, I, think, uh, I assume you're right. I feel like I'm, I'm right. <laughs> somebody, somebody should check the science on that. I'm sure one of the four women that listen to this show is going to be like, these guys are stupid. Here's why. That's not how titties work. No, I think that's how I titties o- work. I always thought smaller titties were more sensitive than bigger titties. Yes. Unless a girl has just had children, in which case those titties are, I, I once sucked on a girl's tit and milk came out and she uh-huh. was drunk and said you can have as much as you want, and I'll be honest, it really turned me on. You get drunk off that eggnog? Hell yeah, Hell she yeah. was pretty drunk too. I really hope she wasn't breastfeeding that night. Um, what we're talking about? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So there's like lots of these. Uh, the opposite of that is too busty to hide. If you want to take a look at that real quick. I think you'll enjoy this subreddit, Mike. I, I bet you I will. Um, so what this is, it's the opposite of perfect nipples. It's, it, well, the spirit of the subreddit is it changing. Now it's a lot of like cleavage shots. But the idea is it's supposed to be uh, models. It says it's been banned from Reddit. That banned from Reddit? That can't be. Here, it's not even a nudity sub. Two 
the number two, Busty, oh, okay. two, Hyde. So I did uh, T-O-O, Busty, T-O-O, Hyde, and uh, that one has been banned. So I don't know what was what that was about, but I'll try it with the numbers. They were just narking on people. Oh, this is, I mean, this, is, fan? this is the Lord's work. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that girl's a little young, but she's 19. It. Yeah. So it's it's stuff like this where you don't you, you see even that's not even really keep going. See, it's like stuff like this where see, these girls just have huge tits, but they're covered. That girl's wearing a baggy shirt. There's something hotter about this than them being naked. Yeah, for sure. It's like how you always think that the bartender at the strip club is the hottest girl in the room. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. That's what this entire internet community is. Yeah, but I mean, like, this is... Fantastic. It's pretty dumb. I mean, come on now. I what feel are like, we doing here? here? Here's the thing. I feel like straight women would very much enjoy this subreddit. I I don't think there is such a thing as a straight woman, but... I mean, straighter women. Sure. Uh, What? She's not even trying to hide that. See, this, this should be downvoted, but, it, you know, it is a, a place where pe- big titty lovers gather. So you know that that that's that's the problem with Reddit. See, I'm digging this. Yeah, like this. That's chicks. what you want to see. Yeah, things like this. Boom! That is the perfect thing for this subreddit. Ah, uh, because she's wearing, she's there's no cleavage. Yeah, it's but tight, I mean, though. I can see the and I can see the belly button ring. Yeah, and the camel tail. Like, what true. are we doing here? That's true. But what about solid, this? Solid. Solid. I mean, that fucking bra is doing with a got work. milk shirt. Got uh, yeah, got milk shirt, but also like just the eight. Here's the thing. That's a picture with an ATV. You just picture them titties bouncing on the ATV. That bra's doing work, son. All right. There's other ones. If, you, if you're looking for some other weird creep subreddits, uh, there's ones for every... Uh, uh, there's one that's just called Half Asians. Uh, there's one called... There's a pencil... What is that one feature? Half Asians. Huh. Um, there's one called... Uh, Busty Israeli girls. I mean, <laughs> like it's just like how specific are you gonna get? Like it's great. I granted it's great, but what a weird Busty is. It's just I I only like big titties when they're on Jews in the sand. I dig it. I mean, I get it. I mean, I mean, this whole we're like. I, this whole thing is just leading to me googling Cat Jennings as soon as I get home. Those are Jennings. That is a Sorry. that is a busty that, Israeli that, girl. It's too busty to hide. Definitely an Israeli girl. I think that yeah. I think I found she was on. That's how I found that subreddit was a a Cat Jennings post. Jennings. Jennings. Isn't it? Jennings. Yeah, you're right. She was the uh, hot daughter and forty year old virgin. She was. She was also uh, one of the two broke girls and. Two broke two girls. Bro- two broke girls. She is gorgeous. Too busty, too odd. Yeah. God, she... I'll tell you, you know who does a good job of hiding. So it's... Nothing is really too busty, too hide. Have you ever seen a picture of Billie Eilish in a bikini? Yeah. She does a good job of hiding. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know... It's the same body. Yeah. Decades God. apart. Damn. All right. Moving on. <laughs> There we go. Gotta get into some serious news here. We live in a dead city. It's dead. Ooh. Yeah. Spooky dead city. Um, 
it's uh, it's Thanksgiving. It's the day after Thanksgiving, like I said earlier in the show, and I I, I biked in here. It's actually it feels dead outside. It really kind of there's not a lot of activity in the city because despite uh, radio ads, TV commercials, and just I feel like the governor was about to get on TV and be like, "Come on, man, don't eat that turkey. I suck your dick." <laughs> like people just aren't here. Everybody just went home to see their parents, uh, hopefully to not kill them. I got a COVID test this week because I saw my uncle in within the city limits. He couldn't be bothered to get a COVID test, so maybe he gave me the Rona. But he's an older man. He's got lung issues. So I made my girlfriend go get a test. I got tested, and we went to dinner with him for Thanksgiving. But it the lines were massive, and it's so apparently Staten Island is just the new hotbed of COVID in okay. New York City. Checks out. So it is Trump country. Um, so there was a place in Staten Island. We talked about Anthony Fauci's cousin that's also named Anthony Fauci. It was that a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he runs a restaurant on Staten Island. And he was like, this is ridiculous. I'm Anthony Fauci. Listen to me. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Um, that's basically what he said. And so now he does that. And now this one place, this random place was like, we're in autonomous zone. What's the name of the restaurant? Pull up the, or I got it right here. Hold on. Well, um, while you're doing that, can we just take a second to look at Billie Eilish's ginormous titties? Yeah. I mean, that's an older picture of her, right? Wait, this is definitely a Photoshop job. All right. Um, I'm also, like I can tell from her face, is an older photo, which means she's like fourteen. So, please be careful when you pull up pictures of Billie Eilish. That was, on there. That was definitely that was Billie Eilish's head photoshopped on someone else's body. Yeah. Okay. Still. Uh, all right. So you're talking about the restaurant that declared itself an autonomous zone. Yes. What's uh, the name right. of it? I... Uh, da, 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 da. Um. CBO oh, no, sorry. Um Grant City Restaurant, Max Public House. Oh, Grant City. Okay. Max Public House is covered with signs of markets declaring an autonomous zone. How much you want to bet that guy just is trying to pretend he sells mufflers? <laughs> this is an autonomous zone. We don't we, we're not a restaurant. That's why there's people in here. Come buy your spark plugs. <laughs> Don't burn it down, you black fucks. <laughs> Autonomous zone. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're like those assholes over there in uh, fucking Portland. They don't respect automobiles. That's why they need new parts all the time. They're in autonomous zone. Uh, I'm... Do you know what any of this means about orange zones and yellow zones? No and- clue. I am, I'm not paying attention anymore. I'm done. Um, so basically, the whole thing was they started cracking down on individual neighborhoods to persecute the Jews. Like, right? That's what happened. Fair. So, first of all, did you see the Jewish wedding? No. My my business partner, we've talked about, I have a business partner who's Orthodox Jewish. Mm-hmm. I saw him a bunch this week. And he goes, bro, did you see the fucking hot? He's Orthodox, which is, he looks at the Hasids like they're insane. But he's still like a hat guy. Like literally, we were driving back from somewhere Whoa. today. Oh, hold on. Let me tell you this about this. We'll, we'll go to the. Vi- you found the wedding. We'll go to that in a second. But my buddy is an Orthodox Jew, like to the point where he was like, 
bro, if we get stuck in traffic, I'm going to have to pull over so you could drive me home because the sun's going down because it's Friday as we record this. And I'm like, all right, Max, I'll do that for you. Um, But he thinks Hasidic people... I once drew a thing and was like, hey, is this offensive to Jewish people? And it was just, it was called The Adventures of the Time Traveling Jew. And it was just a picture of a Hasidic guy over baby Hitler's crib. And I was like, is this offensive? And he was like, yes. And I was like, why? He's like, because Hasids are gross and I don't want to be associated with them. And I was like, I was like, I was like, touche, sir. Like, wow. Like I was like I was like wow like it's like it's like you know when you find out like Koreans hate Chinese people yeah. and you're like well that's crazy like this is even crazier how much like the the slightly less religious Jews whatever um, let me see, yeah let me see the, let's see this video from this wedding and this was in uh, Brooklyn this week ten thousand people mm-hmm. this looks like first of all doesn't it look like they packed. They didn't used to have arenas, so when you'd see like a, when you see photos from like a a boxing match in 1918 for the world title, doesn't it look like something like that? Like, like just a like it's like yeah, they apparently they fought for the world title in Israel before Max, before Max Israel Bayer. existed. Yeah, like it was just like what the Max Bayer coming to the ring, yeah. the Golden Jew. Yeah, but James J. Braddock here in Brooklyn, New York. Like so, this is. They said they had 10, and it was just like, bro. These aren't like more famous. They're not more Jewy than the other Jews that were having weddings during COVID. They were liter- literally just like, fuck this. Yeah. 10,000 people. They got hit. Bro, you know, the fine was only, I think it was 15K. 15K? Paying a dollar fifty a person? It's cheaper than the subway. Eh? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, yo, you know there's going to be mad envelopes. You take a dollar fifty out of every envelope, your fine's covered. Yeah. You're, yeah, 10,000 envelopes. Bro, I get you. Here's the thing, though. Those envelopes are filled with coins, but they, they're chocolate. They get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> um, Jesus, man. Have some guilt. <laughs> Solid pun, Mike. Solid. Um, so yeah, Staten Island is like a shit show. But here's what's funny: is like this guy's doing the autonomous zone. They're just like there's all these like zones now. But it, like, look when you're doing when you're all right when they were so it probably did work when they were cracking down on Jewish communities because Jewish communities those guys can't go eat in a different restaurant. You know what I mean? Like they they don't trust. That the kitchen is kosher, you know what I mean? Like they all they have. They shouldn't. Yeah, that's fair. Like they have a list of places they can eat. Like those guys. Like like I said, I know this because of my friend who I was with today. Like I know he knows where he can eat. Like literally, we've been to weddings, secular weddings, and he brings his own food. Checks out. Yeah. So it's like DTA dog. I'm just saying, it's like that's just how we. That's just how he does it. I don't understand. Like, even in this article about Staten Island, they're saying, they're just like, well, people are just going to go to the other neighborhoods. Like, I mean, that was like the main thing for them finally opening. There was that uh, city councilman from out in Queens who was just like, look, I'm 20 minutes. My district is 20 minutes from Long Island where everything is open. So essentially, 
all you're doing is sending money to Long Island, a place with a higher tax base than my district in Queens. Because everybody out there in the like far areas of Queens has driveways and cars, and they just will drive to a restaurant. I have friends in Brooklyn who have driven to Long Island so they don't have to sit outside to eat a steak. There's something about eating a steak outside. The idea of it, no, I can eat any other food outside. But the idea of like being served a porterhouse, medium rare, outside, infuriates me, Mike. I mean. It infuriates me. Like a tomahawk, if you bring me a fucking tomahawk steak, and I'm not somewhere near a fucking fireplace, go fuck yourself. You're bugging. I'm not, look, there's something about it, and I can eat a steak at a barbecue at a friend's house, but a restaurant outside, I'm not ordering a steak at a beach resort. I'll tell you that right now. All right, you go to a country club, right, that you know has a fire chef. Well, I'm going to a country club. I'm getting some sort of seafood. I'm getting, uh, there's a shrimp situation. Have you ever heard Meg talk about how she like, essentially broke up with a dude that she was only with because she was waiting for this cut? You know my friend Meg? Yeah. Okay. Bad prob- bitch. She, she is. She's a big girl. She was dating this dude. No, I feel like I should be telling her story. No, she's a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. She's hilarious. For this story. Yeah, yeah. She. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know the story? Yes. Oh, yes. I should tell the story for people. I've tried to get her to go on The Thing Is to tell this story because it's a relationship story. Shannon Show. And she was just like, I don't know if I really want to do that. It's still a little fresh. So I'm going to tell her story, and maybe she'll get mad. Um, but she, my friend Meg Walsh, who's hilarious, very funny comic, one of my favorite people in the world, um, she fucking was dating this guy. She started dating. She is a, is a very big girl, decided she was going to get a tennis instructor and fuck him. Did that. He's rich, just is a tennis instructor. She essentially broke up with him because on the 4th of July, which the year before, I was like, hey, you want to come to a barbecue on the 4th of July? She was like, uh, I only hang out with black people on barbecue holidays because she's a fat white girl and she knows what that means. Need the spit roast. Hell yes. Like, so she goes, um, and she goes, and she goes, essentially they broke up because there wasn't enough shrimp at this country club 4th of July. So now if I go to a country club ever in my life, I am going to eat a fucking lobster or something. It's got to be shellfish. I hope she doesn't get mad that I told I just this don't story. know why. Like, yo, they got a good-ass porterhouse at this restaurant. I'll be honest. I think I'm butchering this story. Maybe at some point I'll have her call, and I'll just have her call in one no, week. No, she told me the story. It's No, I know. Funny. Yeah, but we're now telling it to fucking a lot of people. Okay. You, you understand? Have her call in. She's a yeah. funny fucking chick. I love, yeah, I love that. It should be good for the fucking show. Um, At Diabetes on Twitter, I'll, I'll throw a plug out there. Look, all right? I'm saying is, fucking, I said this, I said this on here, fucking four weeks ago. Uh-huh. If you want a beach come February 14th, you better believe your girl's throwing on whatever the fucking heaviest coat she has, and she is eating a steak in, in the, the snow. <sighs> oh, if, for Valentine's Day. If you want to get your dick sucked anytime this winter, you better be prepared to show up in a parka on February 14th. For outside steak. I'll tell you what annoys me, just in general. My girlfriend's birthday's in January. That's unacceptable. She's the second girl I've dated for like a long period of time that had a fucking January birthday. It's brutal. It's on you, dummy. I'll tell you this. I just do the flowers for the birthday. Because you got the Christmas... And then you do the flowers for the birthday, you actually save a couple of bucks, and it gives you another month to figure out a fucking thing that they want. 
Fair. I'm a pretty good gift giver. I'm not going to lie. Are you? Have you ever disliked a gift I've given you? No. Pretty good. Yeah, you are solid. I'll give you that. All right, moving on. Oh, I actually, no. Well, we're talking about restaurants. I sent you some tweets that I want you to pull up. So this guy did the autonomous zone in Staten Island. There's this thing. I read, somebody sent me this Twitter thread. Go to the thread first. Okay, you're talking about the Jennifer Paglario? Yeah. Okay. Go to that. This is a Toronto Star reporter. Just scroll for a minute and see how many tweets this is. No, like just the the click back and just her main Twitter thread. Just scr- this is all her. This is one. Now this is a reporter. You would think this is a massive news story. Hit show this thread at the bottom there. No, go up, go up. Yeah, there. No, you're bad at Twitter, Mike. See where her last tweet is, and then show this thread and just how many tweets there are. From this woman about this thing. Now, you would think there's a major news story in Toronto. Maybe there's a protest, something. You know what this is? What? A person decided to open his barbecue restaurant. That's what this is. One of those tweets says, there's at least one person wearing a Trump hat here, which I guess is news in Canada? Well, yeah. I mean, if somebody was if somebody was wearing a Justin Trudeau hat. I have a Hiroshima carp shirt. I don't. Yeah, Exactly. You've seen me wear I have a Havana Cubans t-shirt that I bought from Ebbets.com. That's a little different. What's the difference? No. I mean, look, if you were to, uh, I don't know, if you were to show up in Trudeau gear, right? What would Trudeau, is it just a picture of him dressed as Mr. Popo from yes. Dragon Ball Z? Yes. We're right? going to get to that in a minute. I want to talk about I want to talk about Trudeau, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. But um, what would, that's the Trudeau. I actually, I would wear... That on a t-shirt. Mm. Yeah? I would. What What's the worst going to happen if I wear Trudeau and blackface on a t-shirt? Do you think black people will be mad at me? Uh, I think white people will be mad at me. Oh, yeah, white people will be Like, sure. black people will be like, hell yeah, fuck that motherfucker. Like, because it's like, clearly, I'm not wearing that as an endorsement. Okay, here's the question, hmm? right? Are you taking the one where he's next to his chic friends? Or where he's with the hose. The hose. That's the famous picture. I mean, my man did his hands. Dude, that... I, he did his hands. That was like... Remember, that, that was like... That was two years ago or whatever. That was the summer of blackface. Like, everybody kept getting caught blackfacing. Right? Yeah, the fucking... Uh, That's when they brought up the old Jimmy Kimmel dresses, Carl Malone. I can't believe we're bringing up Carl Malone twice on a show. Uh, fucking... They brought up the Sarah Silverman. And they're like... Even like... Uh, like the Virginia governor. Oh, yeah, the Virginia governor. He's like, who had done a little blackface? I mean, come on now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, he's like, yeah, and like everybody else, I've done a little blackface. <laughs> you know, what you gonna do? I say, I say. <laughs> Fuck it, they accused Katy Perry's shoes of blackface. Wait, what? You don't remember that? Pull up Katy Perry's blackface shoes from like two years, the summer of blackface. That's what that, we need to, oh, man. <laughs> the summer of Amos and Andy. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, they accused, they were like... They okay, were like, I mean, these are some blackface-ass shoes. Now, <laughs> I mean... They're tap shoes. They are tap Bubba, shoes. Bubba, what are we doing here? You know what it reminded me of? Stomp? No. <laughs> I, and I, I feel like I maybe talked about this years ago on High Society, but do you remember the show that MC Hammer had? The cartoon called Hammer Man? 
where he had magic shoes that had eyes and talked to him. I mean, you've told me about this. I Dude, think all fair. His sh- his shoe. Pull it up. Pull up Hammerman shoes. And fucking his shoes in that cartoon, his magical shoes that gave him dance superpowers to fight crime with, were basically the crows from Dumbo, but on his feet. Like it's MC Hammer had a cartoon called Hammer Man. Just play the theme song. Go to the theme song. It's fucking it's so funny. First of all, I like that somebody made the shoes. That hey, you what? just pulled that up on Google. Like somebody Oh act- shit. Dude, that's fucking dope. Yeah, those are dope with teeth in them and everything. Damn, I want those. Yeah, those are fire. They're fucking sick. I mean, they're sneakers. They're not like... Yeah, they're not the Hammerman shoes. They're not the Heckle and Jekylls. They're not the Air Heckles. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Fucking... So that's what those... Yeah, it was a... What the fuck are we talking about here? The fucking... Oh, yeah. The barbecue restaurant, Justin Trudeau, the Donald Trump hat. That's it. Meteor Man hit, and they were just like, what other black superheroes can we have? Hammer Man. Here's how it started a long time ago. The legend of the hammer and how it began to grow. He was given magical shoes from a Hell yes. hip-hop Motown dude. Together they a hip-hop power. Motown dude? Yeah, basically James in the show, I believe, like a James Brown type, gave him magic shoes. And that's what made him into Hammer Man. So before that, he was just Well, he was dancing every night. He just needed some magic shoes. Basically, they stole the plot of Hammer Man to make that sh- that movie Like Mike with Lil Bow Wow. Makes years sense. later. Yeah. Oh, so the shoes are what makes him... Yeah, they're magic shoes. ...able to rap and dance? Yes. Which, of course, gives black people their powers. Obviously. It's so, like, it's Sam- <laughs> Shoes are like Samson's hair for black people. That's what cartoons in the 90s taught me. All right, that checks out. So yeah. my, my question is, like, what is it like a situation? Remember, like, when there was a part when Thor was, like, a man, right? He was, like, an old man with, like, a cane, and then he would say some magic words. Oh, and he would just- yeah, and it would like be like kind of a Shazam situ- situation, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Like, well, then it- Thor, Thor was just a rip off of Captain Marvel, which was Shazam. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Uh, all right, that's good to know. But what I'm saying is, right, like it when he takes the shoes off at night to like go to bed, does he turn back into? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he puts them in their box to sleep, like vampire, like tiny vampires. All right, yo, this show sounds fucking dope. Yeah, it was pretty good, Hammerman. I mean, I, I recommend it to everybody. Go watch Hammerman. I mean, it's good. Honestly, if that theme song didn't make you smile and you're listening to this, you're listening to the wrong podcast because that shit is hilarious. It's fair. Like, like, I remember as a kid just making fun of that every day. You know how, like, when you watch something to make fun of it, that was the first thing. That was, like, your first. Like, that was, like. Every and like that was when I was like living around like a lot of like black and Spanish people at that point, and we just all made fun of Hammerman all the time. Hell yes. Like, um, so yeah, oh yeah, the barbecue restaurant, Donald Trump's hat. I mean, look, look at some of these tweets from this lady. Uh, to get back to it, okay. Uh, getting one sec to get back to her. Um, ba ba ba. 
But it was just like she. So basically, like in this thread, oh, go scroll down to that picture. So that guy is apparently an official from the town that they're at outside Toronto, and he fist bumped somebody there, and that was news. Huh. Um, <laughs> this is the whole thing, and so obviously, you know, a lot of the replies to these tweets. If you click on the replies, I don't need you to do that. But like a lot of the replies are kind of just like. Um, don't you have something to do? You're like a reporter for a newspaper. This is a barbecue restaurant that's just happened to choose to open. And like, look, maybe they should be like restricting the amount of people in there or something. I don't know what the fucking infection is in Toronto. But the main reason I wanted to bring this to the show is just the sheer amount of tweets that this lady put out about this restaurant just seemed... I literally... Sent it to I sent it to Stanley and was like, "Does this read as satire to you?" Because it seemed insane to me. Um, and so this is what happened. I sent you another tweet. This is what happened today. Uh, somebody put this in the High Society disc. What's funny is I'm talking about Stanley about this personally, and somebody started uh, putting it in the Discord about like the Discord server. About yeah. like this, like this is insane what these people are doing. It's almost like your fans know you. It it, it was very simpatico, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, throw on, uh, yeah, th- throw this next this clip, this other clip, which is not from the same reporter, but it's just it's very it it very much relates to something I said to Dave Temple on Real Ass Podcast this morning. But just play this clip. Oh, okay. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go to the beginning. <laughs> I thought this. Well. You really. So now, it's a black man arguing with the police who are shutting down the barbecue restaurant. And he's like, no, you can't shut down the barbecue place. I don't know if he's the owner. He might be Adamson. It's Adamson's barbecue in Toronto. He looks like a child pouting because he can't get dessert. I mean, he, at, at the barbecue. he literally is just lying on the ground and throwing a tantrum. Yes. I mean, it's it's so funny to me that that's where that's where that. So apparently, there's been a standoff. The people around this town have decided. So in Staten Island, that guy's got his auto zone or whatever, and he's just like, you know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, whatever, come through. And I'm sure, like the people at Staten Island are so blasé. They're just like, yeah, we'd rather eat at Olive Garden. We suck. You know, Staten Island sucks. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah, give me a grilled che- chicken Caesar salad, you asshole. We, yeah, 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 I get you. You're open. These people in fucking outside Toronto, this town, this, like they're just like, no, no, no. I'm that guy laid down in front of police horses. That by the way, we're wearing COVID visors. Did you notice the that? The horse was wearing. The yeah, COVID? go back. The horses were wearing COVID visors. Shut the fuck. Go up. back, doggy. The horses are wearing COVID visors. What is going on in fucking Canada? <laughs> it doesn't even cover their nose. Their nose is here. What is a visor up here doing? Their nose is here. I have never seen a police horse with a visor on. Ever. 
I just don't understand. Also, why is there a cross dangling from this cop's wrist? That's a little scary. Oh, wait, no, it's not the cop. Yeah, that, no. That's another barbecue enthusiast. <laughs> like, barbecue think- enthusiasts range from fat black man to huckster preacher. That's the, that, that's the target audience. Barbecue enthusiast is a fun title. Uh, do, do you think he's just lying down because he got the itis? <laughs> oh shit! He's got mud butt. He can't get. He's embarrassed to get up. Yeah, fucking yeah. One too like, piece of cornbread. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that poor guy. I like that he's look, dude. His more lips power are- to them. But I think it's crazy that all these people and they're literally saying. Can I just point out how chalky white this lips man this man's lips uh, are? He could be having a heart attack right now. He could be having a heart attack. It's possible he's he had, having a heart attack. He had, he had he had just too much brisket. <laughs> like, dude, he does not like happen to be on that ground. <sighs> Did they even check to see if he was having a stroke? Dude, yeah, well, that's why they brought over the white huckster preacher to try to fucking revive him. He was like, he's alive! You know? <laughs> the guy was giving him his last yeah, rites on yeah. the ground. It's just brother love. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, he's let like, me tell I you. I love. You. There's gonna be so much collard greens in the next life. He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking telling him barbecue fairy tales about I heaven. Cured your sugars. <laughs> Fuck ain't, ain't no rickets on the meat behind the pearly gates. Oh my god. But I like. I mean, there's something about it where that they literally are like. So the movement behind Adamson's barbecue. They're literally like, we need to fight tyranny. And like we talked about this, the nonsense that happened in Australia. I texted Nate. We talk about this on Isaiah. I'll just touch on it, but like they shut down an entire state in Australia because a guy said he bought a pizza from a place when he was actually delivering pizzas for a place, and he got COVID from buying a pizza from the cashier who tested positive. So just the governor of South Australia decided that COVID has mutated to kill you faster. What? And so he shut down the entire fucking. South Australia. I texted Nate. I was like, I don't want to hear anything about how Americans are stupid anymore. And he was like, this is the most Australian thing I've ever seen. Not going to lie. I was hyped for quarantine, bro. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, dude, there, there's there's armed guards enforcing quarantine in fucking Australia. I mean, clearly in fucking Canada, too. Yeah. I mean, granted, those guys are like legitimately violating the law. And nobody, as far as I know, as many memes, you saw a lot of memes about the police kicking in doors for Thanksgiving dinners, right? I don't know that anybody maybe it happened. I mean, I don't I, I haven't heard any stories of anybody actually being arrested for having a large gathering on Thanksgiving, maybe in LA or something. Alright, this is actually kind of funny. <laughs> Just the godfather kicking in the door. To- <laughs> Uh, so the, I mean, the only thing I saw was Andre Kim posting a bad joke about calling the neighbors on, or calling the cops on his neighbors who had 11 cars in the driveway. Because, mm. you know, Connecticut. They got big driveways. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize he was from Connecticut. Oh, obviously. Come on now. I, didn't, I thought Connecticut was only white people, and then whatever black person, Vince McMahon, was putting a bone through their nose. Bro, Glover Teixeira has got a gym and fucking... Uh, Glover Teixeira has been fighting out of Connecticut for like fucking... Really? Ten years, yeah. I did not know that at all. Yeah, dude. Um, All right. Well, look, we got to talk about a sponsor real quick, though, Mike. We got to do this. Look, small... Everybody's telling you you got to fucking support small businesses. 
Well, you do. Well, okay. So if you want to support small businesses, let me tell you something. Our sponsor since day one, vinylgraph.com. That's V-I-N-Y-L-G-R-A-F-F.com. That is a two-man operation, both native New Yorkers, both guys struggling right now. You know, it, that if you're talking about supporting small business, look, just go check out the site. Tell me you don't like the product. It is custom vinyl graffiti decals. That's what they do. They sell them. They, uh, they're reusable. You can put them on the wall, take them down. You can move with them. I think it's a great gift if you've got, like, I'm going to say this, eight-year-old nephew, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a pretty great deal. I am sending one to my eight-year-old nephew down really? in North Carolina. Yeah, hell yeah. What are you? Uh, what are you? Which one are you doing? I'm gonna do the color. He's gonna be able to color it himself because he's actually he's very art-minded. He's good at he's good at drawing, and he's good at coloring. So I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna send him some new markers. Some really I'm gonna get him some like cool like good paint markers, like graffiti style markers, which is really I like to buy stuff that really are, are pissing off the family down there. I typically will buy him things that. Are, like I bought him a very loud battery powered nerf gun when he was three, which I probably shouldn't have done. Is this the one who uh found out the life hack? Yes. Hell yes. Yes. For people who don't know, yeah. I uh, I don't want to do your act. Yeah. Uh he, he just shits his pants <laughs> on purpose whenever they punish him. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with that now. Deal with that, grandma. You want to put me in a corner? <laughs> no one puts baby in a corner. Shits his pants. But This guy's kind of a badass. Yeah, I love him. That's why he's getting a gift from VinylGraph.com. V-I-N-Y-L-G-R-A-F-F.com. You can use the promo code Chris1. You're going to get 10% off. 10% off? Dude, I'm telling you, I think this is a good, it's a good gift. It's a good gift for a kid, especially if you're buying like a couple of things. It's a unique gift. You know nobody, like I said, small business. You know nobody else is buying these for the kids. <laughs> Vinylgraph.com, and I'm telling you, I'm personally friends with the owners of the company. They've been very good to this show. Uh, look, if you want to support a small business, you want 10% off, I'm telling you this right now. Cut a custom thing with the kid's name, you could do it. Look, maybe your kid's in a gang. Maybe maybe you have a nephew that's in the Bloods. You can get a graffiti piece that says, "What's his What's his set?" You know what I mean? Like, is he from like uh, I don't know? Where, where's the place? 181st Street, fucking Triple Crown Bloods. You can get all of that. Uh, maybe your eight year old nephew is in the 181st Street Triple Crown Bloods. I don't even know if that's a thing. I mean, probably. You gonna get three crowns by eight? That's He's a just lot. in that set. He doesn't have you know. So that's a lot of crowns, dog. Dude, he's mad fast. He won the Belmont Stakes, the Preakness, and the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Is it the shoes? <laughs> Vinylgraph.com. That's V-I-N-Y-L-G-R-A-F-F.com. Like I said, you want to sm- support a small business, a locally owned business? This is a New York-based business. I'll tell you this right now. Again, it's two people. This is not some big company. It's not a dropship company. It's not one of your typical podcast sponsors. They happen to be friends of mine. Check them out, vinylgraph.com. Use the promo code CHRIS1. You're going to get 10% off your order. All right. Moving on. Now, <clears throat> there was a video. Uh, it's not in the article I sent you, but you pulled the article. Some cops beat up a black guy in France. 
And it was it's on NPR's website. It's news. Yeah. Um now, I don't think it's a good thing that these cops beat up a black guy. It seems to be for like no reason. What, what did they say? Um what was the reason they gave? Uh da, 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 da. uh because he was Wait, he was not wearing a, a face mask required? Under- well, I'll tell you this. This is the argument I got into. All of the fucking very liberal friends I have, because from growing up in New York, think that we should have a face mask mandate. These are the same people that were posting fuck cops memes after the George Floyd protests. And I literally said to every one of them, individually, when I see them, or via text, if you think we should have a mask mandate, do you not think that will create Tens of thousands of more interactions between poor young black men and the police, which is probably not a good thing at this point in time in this country. Um, To which they all said, dude, we need to do something about COVID. To which I said, you're responsible for the next black guy who gets shot in the face. Like, so that's what this was. He wasn't obeying a mask mandate. Because I'll tell you this, I am occasionally in the hood. Motherfuckers don't seem to care. They... The guys who are going to push back on the cops in those neighborhoods aren't wearing masks. Sure. Like, when you go to a neighborhood, like, there, most people wearing masks everywhere in New York City. But the... All right, so we talked a couple weeks ago about uh, a couple of dudes selling crack on your stoop. Sure. Wearing masks. God, no. Is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know that this guy... Is that I don't know anything about this case other than I just saw this. And the real reason I wanted to bring it up was because whenever something like this happens, uh, I'm glad it's not America. You know when like there's a mass shooting and you look at the mass shooting and you kind of, you just hear there's like I, I wake up later than most people. And usually by the time I wake up, there's been news of a mass shooting. They already know who did it. And I'm just literally going, oh, Jesus Christ, please just don't be a white guy. Just just don't. And every once in a while, you're like, okay, Muslim extremists. Thank God it's just not another white guy that's just shooting these people. You know? Yeah, it's their And team. then one, that one time, it was the black Israelites in Jersey. And I was just like, hell yeah. Shut up a co- I literally said, shut up a kosher deli. He's like, how's that even a hank run? That's what I said. Because <laughs> that's what they did. They're the true Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I said extra pickles. <laughs> but um, that was anti-Semitic, not racist. Um, for the record, who are these podcasts, you sons of bitches? Um, but. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, essentially, this guy was walking to his music studio, oh, okay. right? And they said, you know, you, you're supposed to be wearing a mask because uh-huh. it's a fucking mask mandate or whatever. And uh, he was just, like, just trying to get past them to get in his... This is outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside, walking into his music studio. They stop him. Uh, they throw him up against the wall, start beating the he, shit wait, out of him. he had the keys. Yeah, yeah, he, It's his music studio. So, he was... Like, it would be if we were coming Why into... even bother? Like, it's like... He's going into his house. Essentially. Essentially. So, like, let's say it would be, like, us coming into I mean, this he's studio. I mean, he's in the lab or whatever, you know? You know. He's a doctor. Well, how the fuck do we know he's not coming up with a fucking vaccine in the lab? It's a good question. Maybe maybe they thought that he was, you know, heading into the lab to create more COVIDs. You know what I mean? Damn. COVID was made in the lab. That's true. I think. Maybe. I, uh, you heard it here first. The French police believe that COVID was made in the lab. Right. That's clearly what we're extrapolating from By this. Dr. Dre. 
by Dr. Trey. Uh, they can't be having that out there. So they they tried to stop the guy. They beat the shit out of him in the doorway. People from the building came down and were like, hey, stop beating this guy up and like helped him inside uh, and just tried to lock the cops out. Cops start throwing tear gas through the window, uh, eventually flush the guy out and arrest now, him. Is it, was it a black neighborhood or was he just like, he was their black friend? No I mean, clue. it's France. I don't know how many black people are in France. There's a lot of black people in France. Several Cameroonian people. Yeah, well, they they have a history of colonization and in, in uh, you know Algeria, right? Okay, so Algerian a, food very good. Yeah, Algerian French chicken. It's like very hot. Oh hell yeah, very hot. Is there a subreddit for that? Full that up. I'm sure. Um. Yeah, but so my thing though really is like whenever something like this happens, I'm just happy it's not America. You know what I mean? Like these and the French. They kind of are the gift that keeps on giving. Do you remember when they had those riots and it was just blue-collar Frenchmen and they were angry that gas tax was happening to offset CO2? Okay. Okay. And then they were rioting, but they were wearing high-visibility vests. No. It's called the Yellow Vest Protest. I think they're still going on. Yes, yes, yes. They were wearing high-visibility. How do you riot... In a high, and I was just like, like I love it. You can't call Americans stupid anymore because when we riot, we wear black hoodies. Like, True. it's like it's like whatever. It's like in England, they'd have knife control because they already have gun control, and they were literally calling for knife control because of all the stabbings that were happening in London. It was like, how do you control knives? People are just gonna stab each other with toothbrushes. Have you ever seen Oz? Well, it's just like in, um, you know, we always get criticized for the mass shootings here or the school shootings here. Mind you, when I the one week I was ever in Mexico, there was a school shooting in Mexico. But no, well, you're bringing it down there. Yeah, that's that's true. It's like COVID. Um, God damn. Is there a subreddit? Could not find a subreddit. Just found a couple of very sexy Algerian French women. I oh, mean, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Now. Right? That's pretty sweet. This chick's hot. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Um, now, now I'm distracted. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there was a series of uh, school stabbings in China. What? Yeah, those were all actually those were actually Muslim terrorism. But there was like a bunch of mass yeah. stabbings in schools in China. Talking about the Uyghurs? I think they may have been. It was before I knew about the Uyghurs. Hmm. So I don't even know. Those Look are it up. Only Chinese if you Google, Muslims, if you Google mass. School stabbings, China. There's a Wikipedia article about it. That's where I read about it a long while ago. Or probably not even that long ago. A couple of years. Uh, September 2019. An attack killed eight students, injured two others at an elementary school in Central China on the first day of the new semester. Police said Tuesday the attack occurred around 8 a.m. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce that village. Uh, but yeah, there's there's quite a few. Yeah, there's a bu- there's a bunch. It happened over the course of a year. I mean, these things are always contagious and stuff. Ooh, but it's like I said, it's just like... twelve. 24 injured. Yeah, there's, I mean... Damn, that's a long-ass time. It's pretty crazy. You say 2012? 2012 to 2020. Yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of them. I, I believe they were religiously motivated. Hmm. Um, but it is this kind of thing where it's like, America gets a lot of flat... Well, whatever, it's kind of like this. It's like, and it, there's certain things that don't get talked about. Like, Donald Trump became the president, and right, like, he's a... Uh, you know, reality star and this and that. That's what people said. He's, you know, paparazzi guy. And then, like, uh, literally the president of the Ukraine 
which is a comedian who played the president on TV. A comedian, I think a Honduras elected a comedian as well. Uh, Shinzo Abe appointed to the Secretary of Education the godfather of deathmatch wrestling. Um, this shit happens. Former a- Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe? Shinzo Abe. Uh, at one point appointed, yes, like I said, the... He was the former Prime Minister of Japan. Shinzo Abe, and he appointed to Secretary of Education, or the equivalent position, uh, the godfather of deathmatch wrestling. Oh, okay. Well, I... I uh, What's hmm. the guy's name? What's the wrestler's name? I don't know. Oh, you didn't find it? No, no, no. So I typed in Shinzo Abe uh, deathmatch, and uh, there was a thing about the Sandeken death march that came up. Oh, oh, so, that's not the same thing. No, 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 no. Uh, we're talking about the godfather of deathmatches? Hold on. Uh, huh. Godfather Death? No. Godfather Death? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, uh, um, Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Uh, at Sushi Onita. I mean, come on. Oh, okay. Japanese actor is what he's listed as here. Mm. Actor, politician, semi-retired professional wrestler. Brass knuckles heavyweight champion. You Sick. Know, yeah, he did uh, some death matches. I mean, but I'm just saying these things, these things happen. People get, people move on. It's not just the United States where this. We just looked at pictures of the Prime Minister of Canada, who is the most liberal man alive, in multiple instances of blackface. Which, in all honesty, he's not that old. It wasn't okay when he took those pictures. No, no, no. Like, there's no point. My mother was a crackhead, and she would have never thought it was okay to be in blackface. Hmm. You know? Yeah. They're about the same age. My mother was probably older than Justin Trudeau. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. The Ukraine elected a man who played the president on TV. Yeah, in a comedy. 70. It's not like they <laughs> yeah. fucking Martin Sheen in the West Wing. <laughs> like, right. like they saw Julie Louis Dreyfus in Veep and were like, bam, got it. Got her. Yeah. 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 So, like, well, actually, little known fact Kamala Harris is Julie Louis Dreyfus in blackface. <laughs> it's the best, it's the best blackface job ever done. Solid. It, in all honesty, though, like, doesn't she kind of look like reverse white chicks of Julie Louis Dreyfus in Veep? I can see it. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, these things... Why did they get away with doing whiteface? Because it was hilarious. You can just do that. Yeah, Nick Cannon did it too. I mean, who, Eddie Murphy did it. did it in the 70s. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, look, here's why. Because the minstrel show was created to disparage blacks that had just been freed as slaves. And it, in all honesty, it is kind of like a very disturbing thing... That, like, minstrel shows were drawing better than traditional vaudeville shows. The minstrel show is the origin of blackface in America. Yeah, yeah, Right? So uh, they were drawing, like, that's a shame, that is a truly shameful American thing. Okay. That, at the, that, that at the, in the era of vaudeville, 
traditional variety vaudeville shows were not drawing as well as minstrel shows in a lot of the country. Because minstrel shows set just sound more entertaining. I think back in old-timey ragtime time, the word vaudeville sounded cooler than minstrel. Dude, I'm just saying, what would happen in a vaudeville show? You would I guess, yeah, right, like Charlie you couldn't... Chaplin motherfucker. So, like, so, like, really now, it's like, yeah, you're going to go see some black shit, right? You're going to go to a rap show. They're like, Hip-hop draws better than rock at this point in this country. It's kind of my point. And just black people weren't allowed to do shit like that back then. If that's your point, but here's the thing, is it it, it was buffoonery. It was clowning. Yeah, but there was also song and dance involved, no? Yeah, but like, they were meant to be, minstrel shows were meant to be derogatory, Mike. Mm. I mean, we're we we we're not going to have this debate on the show. I don't know, dude. I saw Bamboozled. My man cut that check. <laughs> <sighs> That's a great plot for a movie. If you don't know what Bamboozled is, a Spike Lee movie that uh, you can't really find. It, that's really? a that's a hard that's a I don't think it's on iTunes. Hmm. Try to find it. Um but yeah, it's a uh, black guys that do blackface so that they could put on minstrel shows. It's a fine film. Um buy it on DVD. You can't stream it anywhere. Holy yeah, shit. that's the thing. It's not on stream. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like a first press DVD. They're not making new DVDs of ba- it's not a massive fucking Demand for DVDs of Bamboozled. That's wild. That's a good-ass movie. I think it's an important movie. Yeah. But, um... Damon Wayne, Savon Glover, Jada Pinkett. I think, uh, was, was Rappaport on that? Was he, the, was he the motherfucker who was like, One drop makes black blood at the end when they kill all the black people and leave the one white doesn't guy sound like Doesn't it sound like magic? <laughs> one drop make black blood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Gargamel would say in the Smurfs. Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> Eye of Newt and Base of Mud. One drop makes Make, black yeah, blood. Exactly. That was quick, Mike. Good. Thank you. Good job. All right. In other black news. <laughs> well, I want to know which one you're going with. Just, uh, just play the drop. We're doing a Thundercat story? Yeah. Um, in, uh, in other black news. Uh, this is an article I saw in The Economist. I read The Economist. I try to read The Economist every week. And um, it just was something I found interesting and kind of, as, as we discussed last week when I, Donald Trump Jr. didn't die of COVID, right? I don't think so. Okay. Would have heard about it probably, <laughs> but right? As I discussed, as we discussed, I, I tend to have a morbid sense of humor. You don't say. And- I thought it would be hilarious if the president of the United States had to mourn his son from a disease he had beaten very easily. So in that context, I saw this um, article that was tweeted out by The Economist. The title of the article is The Torments of Kenya's Mentally Ill. And it says, uh, they said that uh, apparently a big part of the problem in Kenya, which I believe is one of the more modernized countries in Africa, correct? Uh, I do not know. I I believe it is. Um, I believe there are significant city centers there that do well. But like, I this is about maybe some of the rural areas. But apparently, the mentally ill in Kenya is a big problem with getting them 
help because when somebody's having, say, a schizophrenic episode, they bring them to a church because they believe that it's demons that are causing these episodes. To which I say, does that not also make the caretaker of this mentally ill person mentally ill? And also, is this not just a mental illness Ponzi scheme and kind of hilarious? Okay. Or, or, let's think about this logically, okay? Maybe. It's demons. The caretaker, right? Mm Mm-hmm is upset, like, being possessed by a demon that's making them mistreat these poor, insane people. So you're saying that there's still a demon involved. So that's, I'm saying, now it's, I'm, it's making sense why you, you wrote back at again <laughs> so I'm many saying, times. I'm saying that there's, there's actual sick people who need help, mm-hmm. right? And instead of getting that help, demons are coming down and inflicting their caretakers and making them punish these poor sick people. That's um, what demons do. They're evil in hilarious ways. Damn, that is a fair... As a theologian, <laughs> that's a fair point. Noted religious scholar, yeah. Chris from Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so apparently, there's just... Um, there are not a lot of psychiatrists in Africa in general. Um, the, so it's, you Kenya know, is in the transition from third to first world, by the way. Yeah. That's, I, 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 I that's what correct. I thought when I saw this. And, um, that's why it was, it was like almost like startling. It was like a weird thing. Cause it, I saw some of the replies on the, like I said, I saw this on Twitter before it was printed and it was, um, it's a weird thing where it's like everybody was going, the, the picture in the article was this guy in shackles and they're just like. Yeah, man, the economist is putting up racist images. Like, no, that was actually the feet of a woman that this happened to. Because literally churches in Africa are shackling the mentally ill to keep the demons out of them. Well, to be fair, you know, the church. First of all, everybody knows from werewolf movies. Everybody knows. You can't just shackle the feet. You have to four-point post shackle somebody to a bed without a mattress on it, but still springs, and also tie that to a radiator. Everybody knows that. From Wolf with Jack Nicholson. They don't have that in Kenya. They probably just got it. They probably just got Wolf. Yeah, but they probably don't have the region. It just came out. It probably just came out in theaters in Kenya. (laughs) Right? You said they're transitioning to a first world country, Mike. First of all, why is there no second world? I don't know. How do you just jump third to first? There's going to be culture shocks like this one. You got to go second world. Maybe instead of shackling demon-riddled fucking psychiatric patients, you just put them in front of a TV till they become school shooters for a while. I don't know. Why is there... We need a second world. You can't just go third to first world. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there was second world countries such as Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Mongolia, North Korea, Poland, Romania, and the Soviet Union, German Democratic Republic. Second world countries were countries that were more stable, more developed than third world countries and less stable than first world countries. Uh, today I use the phrase to refer to countries in Eastern Europe, Central Asia, Latin America, Middle East, Southeast Asia, which are both rich and poor, developed and underdeveloped, postmodern, pre-modern, cosmopolitan, and tribal all at the same time. 
powerful economies of the West are still sometimes described as first world, but the term second world became largely obsolete following the collapse of the Soviet Union. All I'm saying is the transition, right? Look, I'm just going to use the analogy of trans people, right? Which probably is not the smartest thing to do for me. You see Joey Bidness got his uh, trans surgery money? Oh, I saw he got... First of all, yeah, we talked about that. We'll get to that in a second, actually. Um... But I'm just going to say, like, you got to go, you can't go, like, you got to do hormone therapy. Your hormone therapy is your fucking, what would be like a second world? So we know we live in a first world country, right? Mm -hmm. Probably England's a first world country, right? Yeah. Okay. So a third world country is like, I'm going to say El Salvador, right? Probably. They consider Mexico a third world country, but it's nice. I think Mexico is a second world country. Probably. Because, like, there's, like, it's fucking hood as fucking mad of Mexico, but, like, Mexico City is, like, dog, I'll tell you this, Mexico City is the coolest city I've ever been to. Yeah? Like, yeah, because it's, like, still cheap, but, like, dope. Like, the museums are dope. The Like, that scene is dope. There's, like, good cocktail bars. The restaurants are awesome. Like, there's, like, bohemian people there's kind of like hood shit even like when i was in i was in the hood with my girl in like a dangerous part of mexico city and i was like that's eh, fine like we were not particularly worried hmm. like and i've been in like you know i've been at a fucking dice game in fucking bali and been like oh we're gonna get stabbed we gotta get the fuck out of here you know what i mean like it was like after the cockfight had broken up and all the cockfighting enthusiasts were gone and the real degenerate gamblers were left. I nudged the other white guy and was like, we should probably leave. And he was just trapped in the hood. He was just, no, he, he took me. He was my friend who was like a nice guy who I went to visit in Bali. That's why I was there. And he was like, I feel like you need to see some seedy shit. I'm going to find a cockfight. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, I feel like, it's like if anybody else came to visit me, I wouldn't be trying so hard to find. And he like found me some like fucking seedy shit to do around Bali. But. I feel bad for these fucking people in Kenya. Why is that? Because they're being shackled in a church instead of just giving Prozac. All right, but like, you know. First of all, the girl with the shackles in the picture, in the article, doesn't even have magical hammerman shoes. (laughs) She don't have any shoes. Yeah. And she's got some fucked up bunions. Um, I mean, to be fair, she's locked in a church basement. There could be a lot worse things. She could be buggered. Dude, all I'm saying is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got these tiny little chains on. Okay. Yeah, it seems like it seems you like think a proper, that's enough. It seems like a proper crazy person should be able to snap those chains. <laughs> what are you doing? Go if, back to that. Go back to that. That's like the lock that I bought to learn how to pick locks. Yeah. Like, I mean that those I think actually might be paper clips. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But here's the thing. She's so crazy that she believes they're chains. <laughs> they said that in the Muslim areas, they believe it's uh, jinn. A jinn? Yeah. So, like, basically what I think is, like, is they all think that they're an Asian guy from Rough Riders. And they've been made crazy. Because, right, like, so, like, DMX had a dog fight, right? Remember the Asian guy from Rough Riders? His name was Jin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then DMX had a dog fight, and then he tried to make Jin eat the dog. Wait, what? Because like he DMX was like, Asian people eat dogs. Eat this dog. 
hide the evidence. You in the Rough Riders now, right? That's this is my theory on what a gin is. <laughs> okay, uh, and that's why so they're crazy. I had I d- so basically Can all I- of the crazy people in the Muslim countries in Africa. You can freestyle like a motherfucker. Is what I'm saying. They can win freestyle Fridays five day, five year five, five weeks, weeks in a row, row yeah. for the first time. They do it for the first time every time yeah. in their head. Because get retired. Crazy. Then they get retired, and then they get a then they get a contract with Rough Riders after they eat a dog. Because Rough Riders is still popping in Africa. I'm sure they, they just got Rough Riders. Just got there. They just got there. Just finding. They out just came all... through with the whip, but with the bikes, but they look like cars. It's something new. Remember that? That's the Bubba Sparks Jadakiss Rough Rider song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking T Rexes. Uh, Bro, so I found out I was Asian. I'm sorry. I found out I was a little bit racist towards Asian people, right? When I found out, uh, they got Shane in trouble. No, that Jin was in fact right, like the the Asian member of Rough Riders. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but there was another member of the Rough Riders whose name was Dragon. And you assume that the guy named after a dragon was the Asian one? Obviously. But he was there before they got the Asian guy. I didn't know. Dude, Dragon was just the little... He was like... That's why I think everybody hated Ja Rule. Because they were like, we already got a little DMX and it's Dragon. Dragon was just mini DMX. All right. All I knew was that the Rough Riders had an Asian guy and a guy named Dragon. And I assumed that that guy... So you wait? Did you when you so you like read his name and you thought his name was Dragon? Yeah, and you assumed it was the Asian guy. I'll tell you this: I'm sorry. When I first saw Flo Rida's name written, I was like, "Is that guy's name Flo Rida?" Because it's spelled like Florida, mm. but it's two words. He's the yeah. So Flo-y. I just saw before I ever heard a Flo Rida song, I saw an ad in the source, and I was like, "Is that guy's name Flo Rida?" Like. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna flow till I'm rid of these. I literally was like, "Who the fuck is taking out ads in the source?" It might have been Double XL. I don't remember. It might have been Feds. I used to read Feds. I don't think that's a real thing. Feds. Yeah. Finally, every dimension of the streets. You could look it up, Mike. How do you not know that's a real thing? I used to read every issue of Feds. It's not written well. I also read Don Diva, which was the same magazine but a little bit better. I mean, this is this is Weekly World News for the hood. No, this is actual shit. No, Those are saying. actual drug dealers that like interviewed, they like did profiles of black kingpins. No, I get that. I'm just saying. Look That's at not the- Weekly World News. That's not, Alpo is not Bat Boy, you fucking racist. I'm just saying, look I at the Bat formatting. Boy, I thought Bat Boy was Chinese. <laughs> uh, I mean, dude, I'm just saying, the layout of this fucking thing. Yeah, it's not particularly well made. Like this doesn't look like we when you said double XL or the source, I was thinking like it look, I just know it was a black people magazine. I don't remember which one. So I, you could have brought up Essence or Jet. No, no, no. It was definitely I would never pick up either You'd one. You never of read Jet? Maybe in a barber shop when I was younger. Mm. All right. I mean, look, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring attention to the plight of the Kenyan mental patients. Because it is just fucked up. And I guarantee John Oliver is going to do this in six months and everybody's going to be like, he's brilliant. I said it first, probably not as eloquently. I mean, I don't know, dude. Maybe there is some demons there. 
Like, I don't Stop. think No, we're not fucking acknowledging demons as real on the show, Look, Mike. I'm just Shut saying. up. These demons are back at again. It's hurtful. Could have been a demon that did that. No, it's... It, I mean, look, how are you ever going to be a first world country if you're fucking shackling people because they're sick? I think they're just... I can't believe the Catholic Church needs to do something about this. They're chaining these people up in fucking church basements, man. And apparently it's going on... It's not just in Kenya. Like, this is, like, where they're reporting on it, but it's, like, happening all over the fucking world. All right. Where, like, it. this is still a thing where mental patients... Are fucking people think if you think somebody is fucking infected with demons, you are also a crazy person, right? Yeah, or you just don't have the understanding of what I don't think in a place like Kenya, where what we said it's in a transition phase. Look, man, more people in the world have access to the internet than toilets. You're not Google you, before For you real? go before you go to shit. Yes. Oh yeah, because India. Not just India, motherfucker. Like no, but I like mean, in third world countries, a cell phone is significantly cheaper than plumbing, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Everywhere, South America, the world around, there is more access to the internet, including in Africa, okay. than there is plumbing. Yeah, but I mean, come on, Indians know Bob's and Virgin. And there's also videos that they should stop pooping in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Look, that is a fair bit of racism. That is, it is. It's it's fair. It's fair. (laughs) Indians do be on social media like, whoa. And there is videos of Indian people pooping in the streets a lot. No, I mean, there's PSAs. There's signs signs to stop pooping in the streets. Well, that's also, I mean, whatever. When when China, you know about that, like when Chinese people first got money. Like, when the middle class first started traveling out of mainland China, like, 15 years ago or something, 10, 15 years ago, they just start putting signs around European tourist attractions when the Chinese were starting to come over there that it's not socially acceptable to allow your child to shit outside of the Louvre and such. Wait, for the Chinese? Yeah. They had to put up Chinese signs that said Well, because that? the... I mean, so, like, yeah, because essentially... Classes in China that were poor forever all of a sudden got money a few years ago. Not uh-huh. I mean, like not long ago. Right. Have you seen this, by the way? What? The uh, Indian PSA about pooping no, in I toilets have not. and I, not I, I in the street. Uh, it's called Take the Poo to the Loo. All I'm saying is, hold on, before you play this, I want to finish my point Okay. before we get off. Um, it's just It just seems to me that in these countries, they could do a tertiary Google search as to how do you just, why do you go demons first? Did they do a card trick, Kenya? Like, how do you go demons first? You know what I mean? Like, because it's easy. They're shackling their fucking family members. As somebody who has a mentally disabled fucking family member, I go psychiatrist before shackles, and he likes the church. We were lobotomizing people in this country 30 years ago. You know what I mean? 40 years ago. Still better. I Is it? No. Lobotomizing? No, it's definitely not. Yeah. That was 40 years ago? I mean, it was not that lo- I, Let me see when the... Pre- I mean... Lobotomizing is really... It's the female circumcision of the brain. It's really not a good... It's not a good look. Uh... uh 
Soviet Union banned it in 1950. Uh, mm, 1967 banned in America. Lobotomies. Yeah. All right. So a little more than 40, but still. Yeah, so that's not good. Well, ban, yeah, but it was probably, you know, things fall out of fucking prominence be- long before they get banned. I don't know, dude. Seems like they were still giving them up until 1967. I mean, some people could probably use a lobotomy, is all I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, let's show, let me see this uh, bring them to the loo PSA. This better be at least as good as the Hammer Man thing. Oh, this is hilarious. How old is this? 2014. How did I miss this? First thing in the morning, what do I see? A pile of shit staring at me. I close my eyes. I step away. No matter where I go, there's no getting away. This is paid for by the Indian government. It's a four-minute-long PSA. I like how the poos look like the boogeyman from Nightmare Before Christmas. It is pretty dope, dude. Here's the thing: is like, if you want people to not shit in the street, you probably shouldn't make the shit in the street look like they're having so much fun. True. Like, it's like it, it literally looks like it's telling children: if you shit in the street, your poop will be your friend and bring you things. No, yeah, like, you know, Mr. Hanky. Yeah. Yeah. Here's why this doesn't seem real: because they're speaking English. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like English is uh, fairly commonly spoken there. Yeah, I guess more than maybe more than any other dialogue, dialect. I don't. I don't know if this is real. I'm not going to co-sign that this is real. I'm pretty sure it's real, dude. All right. It's just more of this for. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of that. Four whole it's minutes. It's a whole lot of that. All right. Well, moving on. Um, I just found this out. QAnon is for sale. Oh? Yeah. Our friend Eric that works here at Gas Digital, um, he uh, told me that somebody... So apparently QAnon has gone silent since the election. Mm-hmm. Go fig. Mm. Ran out of shit. Here's the thing. is like you think... With, with with the fighting of the fake ballots, QAnon would have plenty to say. Maybe Q has been busy, you know, trying to right the wrongs of the election. Maybe, or maybe it was all actually fake, and it's that guy who now runs 8chan and stole it from that little cripple kid. Wait, what? Uh, do you not know about this? This is a Dumb and Dumber situation? No, pull up the article that I sent you. Um, I have the article up. Okay, so scroll through it, and you'll see the guy who actually founded 8chan, who it was going to have to close down. This guy, yes. he, Yes, he looks like Mr. Potato Head. Um, cute dog. Cute dog. But, uh, yeah, his name is Brennan. Um, he founded 8chan, and he believes now the guy that kind of swindled him out of 8chan uh, created QAnon. And then because... 
There was something with like a reset of the site. That's why Q had to change accounts. And it was all like there's like a there's a the episode of Reply All that really lays it out there, and really like lays out the case where for the guy who owns 8chan to have kind of like cre like co-opted this QAnon movement, which made which was fake by another 8chan user, right? And so apparently now on the dark web because this thing has gone silent, hasn't tweeted, QAnon hasn't posted at all since the election. Imagine you were. I can't, I, now I wanted to bring on a QAnon believer on the show a while ago, and now I really want to. Like, it's more interesting right now. I don't know, I mean, like somebody who genuinely believes it still? Yes. No, no, no. Somebody who believed QAnon was real, and that the Q drops were going to come true. And didn't, then... Didn't not a single one come true? No, there was like a couple of vague things, I think. Um, but so, yeah, somebody, uh, one of our buddies who's like not into, he's not like a QAnon believer, but, or never was really, but he was like into it. He was like very like into whatever was going on in that subculture or whatever. I But I'd love to talk to somebody who's like, so QAnon, Q has not said anything since the election. And I wonder if those guys who were faking the QAnon drops were ju are just kind of like, well, I don't know what we do here. Like, did, did they just get like they just were written into a corner? Like, they have not they have nothing. That, you'd think you'd throw a couple more things out there as this is going on, but it's pretty bad. Look, everybody's going. Can you believe Fox News turned on Trump? QAnon going silent is kind of a bigger deal. Why? Because, like, it's insane. It's fake anyway. The yeah. whole thing is fabricated craziness. Yeah, so why is that a bigger story? Than Fox News actual, like, because journalists, especially political pundits on cable news, are spineless losers. Okay. QAnon is just a crazy thing done for no reason to keep perpetuating crazy. Yeah. There's still plenty of crazy to perpetuate, Mike. I just don't get why either one's a story. Well, I suppose that's fair. Here's what kind of makes this a story is apparently somebody on the Silk Road is selling a quote-unquote uh, uh, large profile with a cult following that has been tweeted in a few weeks, very involved in politics, for $1 million, which makes this interesting to me. Because why the fuck didn't we think first to fucking just pretend on the Silk Road that we're Q and we have access to the Q fucking password? Just get a million dollars from some idiot who's flush because Bitcoin is at an all-time high that's a fucking genius move, because that's definitely fake. Because whoever has, if it's the guy who runs 8Coon that was 8chan, whoever that, like, has that is not giving that up. Not even for a million dollars. So that guy's already rich. 
He's like a Filipino like pig farmer, but he runs a bunch of these boards. He's very rich. Like he's not giving that up for a million dollars. My, I guess it is. A you don't even know who it is. Could be him. Could be anybody. Nah, it's probably that guy. Maybe even the guy who created Achan is like convinced that it's this dude who created this thing. He's just like, and like he's give he gave examples of like when the password reset and the account changed, and then they had to do it again, and then they had to move servers. Like he kind of gave examples of like here's why, and it like makes sense. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the end of the day, um, whatever, dude. It's a million dollars. And he's not doing anything with it anyway. That's true. I guess there's nothing to do with it. Any- well, I think, no, what you do is you wait a little while. And then you... So what it was doing was it was keeping people on 8chan, 8kun. It was keeping people on his website. You know what I mean? Like, that's the main reason why that website even existed was because of Q. Everybody was kind of fleeing it anyway because it had, like, some weird... Um, has a pedophile shit on it. So people were like fleeing that site. And yeah, then I thought Q was ready to take down the pedophiles. How's he gonna let that happen on his site? Well, that's the thing, is like the pedophiles were all of a sudden gone once Q was fucking drawing the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 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 All right, moving on. There we go. Um I'm trying to figure out what I want to close this show with, Mike. Oh, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You want to do that trailer, don't you? Obviously. I've been right. dying to watch this trailer right. since you mentioned it. All right. We'll talk about some of this other stuff I want to talk about next week. But, um, yeah, fucking, so I watched a movie last night called Fat Man. Hell yes. Starring Mel Gibson. It is a gritty, violent Santa Claus movie. Hell yes. I'm going to say this right now. Not a good movie. You're lying. Mel Gibson, still one of the best actors. Hell yes. In So, like, I had a conversation with some friends, both black gentlemen, a couple months back. And one of them was like, I said something about Mel Gibson in something. And I was like, get the gringo, it was fire. And he was like, I don't fuck with Mel Gibson, blah, blah, blah. And the other black guy was like, yo, you always trying to like not watch a motherfucker for some shit. He's like, I'm not going to watch a fucking, I'll watch a fucking, he was in Machete Kills, motherfucker. I'm going to watch a Mel Gibson movie. You know what I mean? He's just like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, like he said, he wanted his wife to get raped by a pack of, you know. And then he said the thing about the Jews. You know, Mel Gibson's probably not a great dude. I mean. Does he get a weird pass because he's so good at action movies? Yeah. And- I feel like black dudes who that, the worst statement he made was clearly geared towards, largely give Mel Gibson a pass because he's so good at action movies. I mean, that's probably the worst thing he said, sure, just because he's using the N-word, right? But it like... No, it's the rape by a pack of that's worse than the actual N-word usage. No. I disagree. Raped by a pack of. Yeah. There's something about pack. It's like a real animal thing. I hope you get raped by a pack of packies. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Not as bad as. What? Saying the N word. Sure. 
Okay. But probably worse, I hope you get raped by a pack of... I mean, packies is not... If you said another... Sand N-words? No. But if you said... Pack of Hodges? There you go. Like, and it, it would have to feels... be... It would have to be in a place where it was... If it was in London, I think just as bad. Because that's like the racism there. You okay. Know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, but the point still stands that the N-word is still what... You could put any other... So you're saying the sentiment of that... I guess he did say Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. I mean, it seems a little bit worse. Um, I I think it is just the N-word part. But to be fair, like, at the time he said that, the main wars that were happening were all Middle Eastern wars. Hmm. He's also a crazy Catholic. He did make that fucking Jim Caviezel. He's got a church on his property. A Catholic church. That's expensive. Yeah, bro. That's just not a place of worship. Bro, because he the made... steeples and shit. You know how much money he made off the Jesus movie? You know how movie? much a steeple cost, bro? Bro, you know how much Buttresses money... and whatnot? Mm, it's true. You, when's the last time you seen a buttress? Pre-COVID, I'm sure. You mm-hmm. ain't in no buttressed buildings. It's true, actually, yeah. That's a rounded, fucking low-bearing shit. All I'm saying is... Here, there's a lot of points in this room. There's squares and shit. There ain't no buttress in this motherfucker. <laughs> he financed the Jesus movie himself. Yeah. So he got paid on He that. made a lot of Jesus money, and then Apocalypto was a big movie. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Mel Gibson was rich before that. Before he made the Jesus movie, Mel Gibson was crazy rich. Yeah, he was a I'm movie saying. star at the time when movie stars were making insane money. Right. So, But he, but he, had, he, he, had, he had this fall from great. Right. Here's what I think, really. Is he never really, he apologized, but not really. He didn't really, like, so he didn't really like beg for forgiveness. There was no social media. Mel Gibson's not on Twitter. He just said some crazy shit when he was drunk. Both times he was very clearly blind drunk. Yeah. And then he made The Beaver. I mean, right? come on now. He made a movie called The Beaver, directed by a lesbian. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Killing it. Who was like, that's my boy. And that was back when, so it used to be, remember back in the day, this is 10 years ago, right? It's 2011 or whatever. Right? It's about 10 years ago. You couldn't get canceled if you were gay. Right? And you couldn't get canceled if you were black. Now you can get canceled if you're black for saying something anti-gay. And if you're gay and you say something anti-black, you can get canceled. But back in the day, the media was just like, eh, we're not touching any of this. We don't want to, we don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. So he made the beaver and then he made Get the Gringo, which is basically payback too. I have never once met a black guy who didn't like Payback. Yeah. I don't think there's a dude that doesn't like Payback. Get the Gringo is pretty dope, too. Get the Gringo is Payback, too. It's just Payback in prison. Mm. It's the same character. Like, it's the same motivation for the character. It's like low stakes. He's killing motherfuckers. Some of them get guns in the prison. It's fucking dope. It's a dope movie. So now he's made this movie, Fat Man, which... I mean, about a year ago, even a movie Zach Amico recommended to me called Dragged Across Concrete. Said it was very good. Fucking well, dope. It was dope, right? Dragged Across Concrete. It's was just so dope. long. I've never had the time. But uh, let's watch. The, let's watch. There's the, tri- the one on the assault on the fucking uh, hotel. Yeah. Where he's like a retired old man. Yeah, that's good. That shit was dope. Yeah. No, look, Mel Gibson. Making, look, Mel Gibson's a great actor. Braveheart. Look, I always say this about Braveheart. I don't really ever call it my favorite movie. 
but it's really hard to th- when you really think about how dope Braveheart is. It's really hard to think of a better movie than Braveheart. Like all around better. That shit is so Braveheart is so fucking fire. Then what? What do you mean? Like, what is a better movie than Braveheart? Rounders. I hate you. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm a stupid Italian. And I'm sitting here going, I don't really think, I think Braveheart lives up to all those mob movies. Gladiator's better. No, it is not. You're retarded. I'm going to tell you why Gladiator's not better than Braveheart right now. CGI is whack. And Braveheart, thumbs is all fights. All right. Uh, Shawshank. Not better than Braveheart. Shawshank's better than Braveheart. It's good. I mean, it's not better than Braveheart. There's like a love story, and there's that evil villain, and then the Irish people getting shot with arrows and shit. I'm just saying, Braveheart's pretty good, man. Braveheart is, I'm just saying, it's like, it's in that, it's in that category. He made that movie, and that was the first movie he ever directed. Then he made it again as the Patriot with Americans. Which Patriot was fucking dope. It's not better than Braveheart. Hmm. You're wiling. Bro, when he comes through with that flag at the end, and then, like, everybody was running away. Dude, when he gives that speech about how his balls clack together and he shoots lightning out of his ass, come on, man. Braveheart is the shit. Braveheart is the shit. Yeah, but how many of his sons did he have to watch get killed in front of him? A couple? I don't know. His fucking wife got fucking killed in front of him. So? Remember they split the fucking throat and shit and it looked like fucking... Yeah, whatever. The king was going to fuck her anyway. She's a whore. She had already fucked her. No, he didn't get the... Did he get the fucker? Mm-hmm. He got his girl fucked, too? Look, man, Braveheart is mad. I thought they Remember got married he drops in... the mace on the dude's face, and he's running through the fucking hills in Scotland and shit I afterwards. thought they got married in secret so that the king couldn't fuck his wife. Nah. Wasn't that the whole point? And then that kicks off the shit? Oh, yeah. No, but she gets... Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she gets murdered instead? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. It's been a while since they saw it, but I still say... Good movie. Mel Gibson is just a fucking great actor. Man without a face. I don't know. Meanwhile, he really just was a man with two faces. He was just two faces. He's just, I think I say he's man. There's a character called Two Face. I mean, yeah, the whole premise was bad, but I still was like into the movie because Mel Gibson is a fucking great actor. Mel Gibson. Remember that man without a face shit? No. He just was Two Face. He literally was like, "Is a character called Two Face because he has two faces and one of them's all burnt up." Mel Gibson had a burnt up ass face. He was like a marine or some shit. There was a little kid who kept fucking sneaking into his backyard to hang out with the fucking demon man. man oh, he is. He's that's Harvey Dent. Yeah, it's Two Face. Yeah, but he's the man without a face. How are you gonna make that handsome man ugly? Like, what are you doing? I think that was the whole point. I don't like it. But then he was in Payback. That shit is fire. You know, all I'm saying is Mel Gibson is a damn good actor. What's that other one? Ransom. That shit was hot. Ransom was dope. Yeah. I'm saying, Mel Gibson is a damn good actor. Is all I'm saying. And even, let's watch this fucking trailer for Fat Man. It's a Santa Claus movie that Mel Gibson's in. A gritty. Gritty Santa Claus movie. Let me just make sure I don't have this muted. Saban Films. They're they're killing it right now. That's how you know it's going to be good. lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. Still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle. Put Black Mrs. Claus. One me. Black Australia Mrs. Claus. Loathing for a world that's forgotten. 
United States military would like to procure your service. Wait, did he really what just say black kid shot his sleigh? No, some kids. Uh, How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? Job. Walton Goggins? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Walt, yeah. Walton Goggins Batman. gets hired by a child. Kill, kill Santa Claus. This so again, this is not a good movie. Christmas you, is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm going to kill some things. There is a rising yeah. number of our youth making poor decisions. I hate this kid. Does he look like Patrick Bateman? I don't want his beard. I'm not shaving off a dead man's mm. beard. Your workers sure have You don't need to appetites. watch the interviews. Why elves live much longer than you. You got the gist, right? Yeah, this is... This is rough, Baba. I'll tell you, I saw that trailer, and I was like, I'm going to watch this movie because I, I, I could get my girlfriend to agree to watch this movie. I thought it was going to be a little more action. It's supposed to be a dark comedy. Not very funny. I'm going to throw this out there, Mike. Every time Mel Gibson was talking, I was like, I'm back in it. Every fucking time. Yeah. Look, he's a fucking great actor. He's like, can we just move past some of the thing? Like, I still like when Michael Jackson comes on and parties. Same. If the remix to Ignition comes on. You know I'm coming home fresh out I'm the kitchen. I'm a bounce, 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 bounce. Is all I'm saying. Can we move past... And just respect the art. Like, I shouldn't have to watch Mel Gibson in Fat Man. I should be able to see Braveheart 2, The Reckoning, or whatever it is. Braveheart should be the Highlander by this point. It's all Scotland. It's fair. This is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about the last scene in this movie, Fat Man. It's fucking Mel Gibson confronting the kid to trust the... I'm spoiling this movie that nobody's going to watch. But it's fucking great. It's this great scene. He's a gr- like I'm telling you this right now, Mike, when that's on Netflix, watch it and tell me you don't agree with everything I'm saying. Like it's just like every moment in your life, you're just go you're just going every time and you're just like you're literally going to yourself, this movie kind of sucks. And then Mel Gibson starts saying some Mel Gibson shit. And you're just like, this is fucking awesome. Just for like a second. And that's what a good actor does. Makes you suspend disbelief, even in a shit movie. Like, you love Rounders so much because you want to blow John Malkovich. Malkovich is fucking great, Rounders. Everything else in that movie sucks. What are you talking about? But then he's doing that shit with the Oreos and whatever, and you're just like, yo, this movie's aight. And I think that's why you got tricked by that movie. No. No, fucking Damon is great in that movie. Famke Jansen's great in that movie. All I'm saying is this movie needed one person, Mel Gibson. Okay. And he kills it. Because Mel Gibson is a whole rounders by himself. And rounders sucks. (laughs) You're a cunt. Look, that argument didn't even make sense. Mel Gibson is a whole rounders by himself. Okay, cool. 
Doesn't even that doesn't even begin to make sense, but sure. Oh, and by the way, Rounders sucks. I've spent twenty minutes telling you how great Mel Gibson is, but he sucks like Rounders. <laughs> if you could concentrate all of Rounders into one man, and then just like every actor should be as good as a whole Rounders. When you just have a whole Rounders and it's like a bunch of guys, you're just like, yeah, this kind of sucks. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're saying that everyone's performance in all of Rounders, right? Fucking Abe Vigoda, maybe his last role ever. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, fucking uh, John Turturro playing Kanish, fucking incredibly. Uh, the guy who played Grandma and probably didn't go on to do anything else. All of these different performances in this movie, mm. right, boiled down, <laughs> could equal Mel Gibson's performance Santa Claus. in Batman. In Batman. I mean, that's a ridiculous statement. You understand how that's a ridiculous statement. I mean, do you understand how good of an actor Mel Gibson is? Do you understand how fucking good of an actor? Fucking, like he played a character called Man Without a Face. Clearly he had two faces. And it was still believable that he didn't have a face, Mike. I'm mad. Can we end this? Remember that movie he made where he was like, What Women Want? And it was clearly in his mind, in his real mind, real Mel Gibson was like five across the eyes. But in the movie, you believe that he was trying to please women. I don't know, dude. That Mel Gibson, that was fucking, that's who I wanted to be when I grew up. What women want Mel Gibson? No, it's all about payback Mel Gibson. He was still getting, he was getting that young Gina Gershon pussy. Come on, let's go. I, I don't give a fuck about that, dude. Fucking what women want Mel Gibson can re-bitch his minds. And be like, oh, I'm a, I know exactly how to get her to suck my dick. Every time. Yeah, but Every like, time. That's true. If only Mel Gibson had that power, he would have got blown in the hot tub. And then we wouldn't even have to have this conversation because he'd still be making bigger budget movies. Wait, blown in the hot tub? But I don't understand. That's the whole, that was the whole thing. The whole spaz on his wife. She wouldn't blow him in the hot tub? She, he went, you wanted to get blown before the hot tub, if, I'm, if, I, if I recall correctly. And he was angry that he didn't get, she went to sleep instead of blowing him before he went to the hot tub. That was a big point of contention there. Damn. Judy Greer was in this movie? He could have been banging all the bitches from What Women Want. He could have been. He but was he just didn't. fucking... He was the man. Yep. He was the man and is the man and is better than the movie rounders <laughs> no matter what he does. This has been No Spagoon, episode 17. I'm your speech from Brooklyn. Thank you, Mike. We'll, we'll be back at again next week. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die Mama, I must have whiskey on you know.
Say goodbye. 